Oh, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome. What was that? All right. I thought that, you know. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> I thought they, I thought they, uh, somebody tried to get me and uh, hijack my stream today. I wasn't letting that happen. I got him by the throat and I hit him with the skitty pop pop and he's lying right there on the floor. Anyway, we back in here with the best edutainment on YouTube. You in here with the Bruce Wayne, this ish, the king of kings, the king of content. And the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, new, new, a.k.a. New, new, new world Mr. Cocholini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with every woman's fantasy and the King Simp Slayer in the building and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube, Mr. Seagod Allah. And I know y'all didn't just gonna go out trick-or-treating in a little bit, so we're going to get a little bit of a show in here. We're going to have trick-or-treaters at my dough looking for candy. All right, and so we're going to have that coming up today. But today's episode, Why Delusion is Always Her Solution. And as you guys know, there's a trend going around where especially uh, the women of TikTok and the women of Instagram and the women of YouTube are saying, Delulu is the Salulu. And let's go ahead and give you an example of that real quick. All right. Any flowers? It's because he's saving money to get you a Birkin bag instead. And the reason why he doesn't post you on his Instagram is because he thinks you're really hot. And he's scared that his friends will try to steal you away from him. And the reason why he ghosted you is because he was falling too hard for you. And he's scared of getting hurt. Yeah, boy, because delusion is the solution. <laughs> delusion is the solution. And as you can see here, this is a current theme going around the internets for the youngins, the Gen Zs, and the millennials. And they're saying delusion is the solution. This is how messed up the game is because they're trying to even tell you the, the solution is delusion. They're not trying to make any sense of what's going on here around this place right here. We are in trouble out here. I'm going to tell you. New, 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 new Generation Zooted is in trouble. <laughs> All right. So now delusion is the solution. Like girl math, delusion is the solution. As you can see, Man, even the Linglings, who would you would think would have some common sense, the Filipinas, even the Linglings, that nice fold, I would fold their ass up too. Even they are saying delusion is the solution. You can't even, man, it's going to be hard for you. For men who are logical and practical and pragmatic, it's going to be difficult to dealing with these modern uh, women. Now, listen, I'm out of the game. But it's going to be difficult dealing with modern women because they're even saying girl math. We're not here to make sense. Delusion is the solution. So we're going to talk about delusion is the solution. They call it Delulu is the Salulu. Oh, man, we in trouble, man. So shout out to y'all. Look to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign. The notorious CGA on the cash app. Bimmo. Coach Greg Adams TV and PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top. Of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new world order. CGA channel. And today is Halloween, but it's also Tuesday night with our Gorditas. Let's put her up on the screen. This is our Gordita of the day. That's her right there. And she getting it. Oh, boy. You boy, the stank on. Oh, she putting a little. Oh, my goodness. She putting a little tapatio on it. Lord have mercy. She throwing it back. She going to, oh, man. Oh, Lord, Lord, have mercy. Who Tia is this? Who's Tia? Look, 
Oh, she throwing it back right there. Wait a minute. Uh-oh, hold on for a second. I lost my I lost my screen cap. All right, here it is right here. Let's let's pop it back up here. There it is. She throwing it to me. She throwing it. Oh, no. You know this is going to be nasty, rhythmic. <laughs> oh, no. Yikes. Oh, look, right there. Right there. Right there where she. Oh, man, this is terrible. My screen is getting messed up trying to put, push it in there. She pushing it in there. She all off rhythm with it. <sighs> Somebody is a boiler. is throwing it at and She throwing it back. All right, with them chunky-ass drumstick legs out there. Look at them legs. <laughs> oh, you know she a good lover, too. And she kissed with her breath stinking. Oh, look at that. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. Right there. That's the one right there. When they be trying to help you thrusting, you're like, let me do all the thrusting. <laughs> all right, let me do the thrusting. She tried to help you, throwing you off. You're like, nah, don't help, baby. Don't thrust your hips towards me. I'll do all of this. <laughs> just, uh, oh, the humanity. That definitely is. Ninjas will be all over that. Ninjas will be all over that, man. We do have our other Gordita of the week, of the day. Yeah, well, of the week, really. And it's the thicky. Uh, look at this. Check this one out right here. Woo-wee. Oh, my goodness. Look at that right there, brothers. Oh, the humanity. Look at all. Oh, yes, baby. Come get me. Let me add her. Let me add her. Look at this. An athletic one, too. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Yah, 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 yah. All right. Wow. And she got her feet out. Woo-wee, sisters. Where y'all at? I don't see none of y'all thick sisters doing no athletic-ish like that. All right, no, no, no. I don't see none of that here. But I'll leave y'all something for a little Tuesday. I'll leave y'all something for the ninjas that want you one right here. What do you think right here? What do you think? I came home safe. Sorry. Uh, there you go right there. There you go right there. There go a Puerto Rican one right there. There go. Is she a go? Oh, my Lord. This is just. Oh, the humanity. Okay. All right. We got a made up one right there. Is she too big or what? Is she just right? What y'all think? Yeah, man. This is a little bit of. This a little bit. This too much? What do y'all think, man? This is what y'all. Y'all gonna have to pay for this one, though. Y'all gonna have to pay for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she looks like she'll stab you, man. She look Honduras. She look like she's from Honduras. All right. That ain't no, that ain't no Mexican chick right there. That ain't even a Puerto Rican. All right. <laughs> Shout out to her right there. With all that, BB, that's a little too much. Anyway. Yeah, that's a little too much. All right, but she's a monetized chica. She's monetized. All right, uh, y'all ninjas to sell your soul for that one right there. We got a great show for you, man. Do me a favor, hit that like button. We'll probably have a small audience today. People are people are doing a lot. Small audience. I'm not anticipating a big crew on the holiday, but ninja, no days off of me. New, 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 Let me get to the earlier contributors, man. Let me get to the earlier contributors. Sucker for love, ninja say, coach. Which type of gorditas? Do you like, he says, do you prefer, do you like them from Garden Grove Gorditas, a Santa Ana Gordita, or an East L.A. Gordita? All right, uh, shout out to them. Is that my only choices? Those are my only choices? I would say Anaheim Gordita, all right, from Anaheim, as we used to call it, Clanaheim. Um, but the Santa Ana, Santa Ana, Santa Ana, Santa Ana Gordita, they're a special type of Gordita. They're a special. The gordita crunch is authentic. They're an authentic, authentic gordita. Right. Like you getting them straight from, 
you know, they've been there for generations in America, and they just watched the whole Orange County develop around them. You know what I mean? But they too authentic to me. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't really, they ain't really inched out. You know what I mean? they like, we're just going to let everything, we're going to let the whole world, revolve, you know, just evolve around us. All right? We ain't going to move. But I would really prefer, let me tell you what I really prefer. In El Paso, Gordita, in El Paso. Oh, that's what I want. I want me an El Paso Gordita. These are good ones right there. These are good ones. If you want a real gordita, get you one from El Paso. You cannot, you cannot miss. You cannot miss. You can go there, and there's plenty of gorditas there. There's, uh, they're everywhere. You know what I mean? The whole El Paso look the same. They all have long, dark hair. Yeah, man. And some of them come to Juarez gordita. All right, shout out to them. Yeah, El Paso, Texas. That's how I want it. Like, uh, not. I don't want paste picante sauce. I want the real, <laughs> I want the real one. So anyway, yes, El Paso, Texas, please. That's what I tell you. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, El Paso. All right, San Diego gorditas, no thank you, no. Mm. All right, because they right over there, you know, the Tijuana. Tijuana. All right, anyway, right here. All right, shout out to everybody in El Paso, Texas, Juarez. All right, what are we doing here? Uh, we do have some other people that have chimed in. He said they all look the same. They do, man. Like, you ain't going to get much variation when you roll up in there. You're going to pull up to El Paso. Everybody looks the same. No variation, no variance or nothing. All right, you just got one type of woman. You're like, this is what we're going for. All right, I had a really prime junior college girl from El Paso originally. Oh, she was authentic. She was like a cartello chick. Like, she was like a cartello chick. She was so fantastic. And I kind of did her dirty, but, you know, <laughs> I did her dirty, you know, because, you know, my, you know, when you're dealing with the junior college, I have no excuse policy. So if you get in a bind, like a real bind, I dip out. But she treated me well. She treated me so well. And I actually think, man, I was like, maybe I should have helped her out in her bind. She was fantastic. And she was enthusiastic and nasty. She was about five foot. She was about five foot two. Long, long, dark hair, straight hair. All right, just thicker than a snicker and nasty. And she enjoyed every bit of it. It was fantastic. She was probably the one that treated me the best out of all of them. She, well, I have a lot of them, but that's that's for locals.com. Let me take this down because this is a family show. I forgot I'm not over at locals. She was a great. All right, anyway, she was the best kind, man. Yeah, and I ghosted her. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. Since we have time, we just bullshitting today. Everybody's out trick-or-treating. She had the wagon, and she was proportioned. She wasn't, like, fat or black. It was unbelievable, man. She was unbelievable from head to toe. And she left a little bit on the sheet, if you know what I mean. It was mad. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But let me tell you what she did. So she went back to El Paso. She goes back to El Paso. I'm in California at the time. She goes back to El Paso. And, um, and uh, you know me, I'm out of sight, out of mind. So then she's like, I'm going to be back in L.A. She lived in L.A. And I said, uh, all right. And she comes back to L.A. And she says, hey, um, 
you never, she's like, you, you won't, you won't believe what happened. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, when you hear that, you're like, you already know what's up. So she was like, hey, I let my roommate borrow my car and she totaled it. All right. So you already know what I did. I said, you don't say. Well, sucks to be you. Because <laughs> I have a no, I have a no emergency policy. I'm like, nah, I ain't dealing with none of that. She sent me pictures and all this stuff. And I was like, well. <laughs> Wait, you say you told her your car. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. <laughs> Cut that bitch off. Yep. Next call. And I was like, well, hope you fix it. Have a nice life. All right. So <laughs> I was like, hmm, you totaled your car? Oh, well, <laughs> you don't say. She hit me with that. And so I do have a zero tolerance. I, I mean, I've been, guys, when you're in the vibe, you hear a lot of these things, man. You hear a lot of stuff. And I was like, well, mm, hope it works out for you. I don't fix this them type of binds, right? So I had to leave her ass in the air. All right, so yeah, I had to block, block, delete, moving on. But yeah, that's what happens, man. Oh, well. All right, anyway, <laughs> she watching right now, mad as hell. Yeah, I was like, I hope you find somebody that can fix that bind. All right, because that ain't going to be me. We don't fix we don't fix cars, Ninja. You got into an accident, and she wasn't even driving. It was her roommate. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, so anyway. Yeah, it's not, under, it's not covered under this policy, man. I don't do that, baby. Uh, looks like you're going to have to figure out your life. All right, anyway, yeah, man. Anyway, I had to return her to the streets. In these streets. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to Loud Pocket says, Delulu is the Salulu. And that's where we at right now. Delulu is the Salulu. Oh, by the way, PayPal figured out their ish. All right, they figured out their ish. And uh, anyway, <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, I got to, she's a memory now. She's a memory. And uh, I do have videos of her and all that just in case I ever think about what, you know, what I'm missing. <laughs> all right, shout out to our brother here. This was from earlier. Leon, before PayPal was bugging, high school and junior college teachers, excluding math, intentionally make their tests easier or harder by partially or fully implementing multiple choice questions. So that was in relationship to the multiple choice thing that we were talking about. And uh, let me give you guys a bit of advice. Um, some state tests never change their questions. In fact, here's something. If you want to become a real estate agent in California, they don't change the questions. They haven't changed the questions. I know they're going to do it now because I'm bringing it up. They haven't changed the questions in over 20 years. <laughs> They're the same questions whether you took the test 20, year, uh, 20 years ago or today. And the reason, well, there's a reason why I know I won't say because I have the inside scoop. But I have taken the test twice because I let my license expire and I went to take the test again. They were the exact same questions. Now, they were reordered and renumbered, but they were the same questions. They weren't, they weren't different. And uh, I know someone, I know two people that have taken the test. One recently, a young lady, a young 19-year-old lingling that I mentor. And I gave her some test prep questions that were almost identical to the ones you're going to see on the test. That's what I used to study. And she passed the test. 
using my test guide. And that test guide is over 20 years old. All right, so these type of things happen, man. All right, it's crazy. Know how to take tests. Yes. Know how to take tests. That is the key. All right, shout out to Michael R. Says there's a poem by Charles Bukowski called Genius of the Crowd that talks about what you were just saying. It says the one who preaches the most peace are the most violent and the ones who preach the most love are the most hateful. He says, I think it rings true how you were ta- just talking about the virtue signalers, signalers and Gen Z being fugazi. Yes, I, I also find, I always find, I always find that the people that talk about love the most are the least likely to love. The people that talk about, I don't like drama the most, love drama. All right, it is actually something that, you know, the people that talk about, uh, you know, love, and these are the worst people. All right, ninjas too. You ninjas that be in here, but what about you the worst? All right, you cannot believe these people. All right, they're always trying to virtue signal the sound, but see, only normies, in a sense, can follow it. But it is true. It is true. Shout out to Wayne Wonder in the building. Funny how XX is recognized loss of money due to single motherhood, but can't recognize that when we say there's no gender pay gap, he says they only see what they want to see price is wrong. That is the delusion. It's the solution. And we're going to tell you why they use delusion as the solution. All right. Yeah, they're running out of arguments. Right. They're running out of arguments. So now they're just going to say, well, let's just be delusional. And he says, just a crazy idea. But once marriage dies and nobody attempts it, I predict that the NWO will sign assign marriage or marriage status to men. He says they're going to sign men, multiple women. Just not the ones you want thoughts. Well, that was one of my solutions. And, uh, you know, that was one of my solutions. The great coach Alini said that as well. Wait, that's the wrong one. I actually said one of the solutions to fix this when they get in the bind is we're going to start assigning mates. Now, it's not going to be from the government, but they're going to have cells, communities, and stuff like that where they'll have to put you together. Or you'll be put together through stress. <laughs> right? Through stress. Uh, Maryland guy says, what's up, coach? Did you see? Wait, did you happen to see Abman Preach's recent video where they said it was wrong for a 39-year-old man to get with a 19-year-old woman? I did not see it. All right. Well, listen, that's everybody has an opinion, right? Opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. So that's just their own personal opinion. I mean, listen, I, I don't make the rules. Everybody has freedom of choice and they have preferences and they have also regret or they have success. I can't really say, but it's a preference. I can see why a person wouldn't like it and I can see why a person would like it. But, you know, not everybody has to agree with it. But the problem they have is that it is fair, right? It is fair for people to do. And it is and 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 it is also fair for people to not do it i'm not one to promote everybody else doing it and of course it doesn't work for everybody in fact for myself i was already you know i think one of the first experiences when i was 19 and there was an older woman that made a play at me and she was considerably like you know when you're 19 like this woman was 30 all right this woman was 30 that made a play at me it did seem Interesting. It was an interesting experience being a 19-year-old male and having a woman that's nearly 30 
uh, making a play at you and doing whatever you want to do. So, yeah, I could say it was I was about 18 or 19 at the time. <laughs> this was a woman. It was a woman. She was a white woman. Right. And uh, what happened was the movie. The movie Stella got her groove back just came out. This is how far we're going back. And the movie came out, and of course, the movie starred Tate Diggs. Well, if you know anything about me, I'm a $2 Tate Diggs. I've been, list, I've been hearing about this comparison since that movie came out, and I was 18, 19 years old. All right? I had the bald head. I had the chin strap beard. It was what it was. So when she said, when she saw it, she saw the movie, and she saw me. She says, hey, you look like the guy in this movie. I didn't see the movie at the time. She's like, you look just like him. So then I was her groove back, <laughs> right? So that's what she was on with me. That's what she did with me. She was like, I got my own personal. <laughs> I got my own personal Tay Diggs. That's what, or my, whatever he was in the care in the movie. So that's what she was doing. So yeah, man, that was wild. That was wild that, that, that connection was made. But at that time I was 18 or 19 and she was approaching 30. She was like knocking on 30's door. So, yeah, it is what it is. And uh, I beat the stuffing out that Egg McMuffin. All right. <laughs> All right. And uh, at that point, I don't think age really mattered. In fact, I don't, see, I don't see where we were not compatible enough. It didn't make it awkward or weird. It was definitely an experience because women my age weren't that easy. <laughs> Women, that, women my age weren't that easy. So it was definitely an experience to be able to go and deal with somebody mature. Was it 97 or 98? That, that was 98. All right, so maybe it was a little bit older. Maybe I was a little bit older. But that's when the movie came out in 97, so I was a little bit older. But she, yeah, she was older. Anyway, knocked the stuffing out that egg, McBuffin. It was wild. Took that to pound town, but anyway. <laughs> All right, so I was already dealing with old broads. <laughs> Look at the women are like, this is despicable. I was already dealing with old broads back then. Anyway, 9-8, I thought I seen it was a web. But yeah, man, I've been hearing about this thing for a long time. But I was her groove back. And anyway, you know, women be freaky. Can we get, oh, Henry Resilient. Took my three-year-old daughter trick-or-treating. She tells me tonight, my mama said you were not nice to her when you married her, parental alienation. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Henry Resilient going through it. Hey, by the way, uh, guys, uh, Henry Resilient, that's going to come back to haunt you when your daughter gets older. And uh, let me tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. When your daughter gets older or... As she's older now, I think she's under five years old. She's going to get older. When you discipline her, if you yell at her and raise your voice, what's going to happen is she's going to go back to her mom. Now, your mom, her mom, your baby mama is sensitive. She ain't recovered from the divorce. She's typically one of these toxic parents looking for. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to yell at your daughter. And then when you go back, when she goes back, if, her, if your mom hears that you yelled at her, if your daughter says, oh, daddy yelled at me, huh? She's going to say what? And then she's going to say, 
that you are verb you're verbally she's gonna trauma bond she's gonna say hey he did the same thing to me i'm just letting you know i'm just letting you know and then he's gonna say she's gonna say uh she needs to protect uh the daughter that shit is gonna be boy i tell you henry's in trouble <laughs> henry's in trouble she gonna she gonna take that she's gonna use that because she's already setting it up hey your daddy wasn't nice to me then if you're not nice to your daughter, she's going to use that to trauma bond. And she's going to say, yep, he did the same thing to me during our entire marriage. She lying. <laughs> like, she's lying. Like, that's not what it, now you might have done that to your wife, ex-wife for a period of the marriage when she pissed you off. But what you're going to say is you were verbally abusive. Right? This is all a, a tactic and strategy. See, he did that to me too. That's what she's going to say. Just to let you know, man, I've seen, I've seen a lot of bullshit out here. Shout out to Joshua Moon says, thank you for entertaining us on Halloween. No days off. No days off, man. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. Shout out to you. Henry Zillian, good luck. Let me get over to what, what part of the show is this? Oh, this is for ninjas. All right. Have you ever heard this video right here? This is a good video. It's called Rent Free. It's called Rent Free. And it says, this is a guy, I think he's saying he's a black guy. I can't really tell. He's a, he's a mulatto. Well, he's speaking to a group of black people, and he's going to say this. And this is, this is actually a good video. Let me go ahead and play the video. White folks are not thinking about us. You know who white folks are thinking about? They're thinking about their children, their families, their communities, their education, their husbands, their wives, and their neighborhoods. That's who they should be thinking about. That's who Asians are thinking about. They ain't thinking about you. I had a very good friend of mine say to me not long ago, he said, George, I know black people's problem. I said, oh, really, Bob? What's black people's problem? He said, you spend all your time thinking about us, and we don't spend any of our time thinking about you. So if you ain't thinking about you, and we there you go right there uh, dude as a person that has lived in suburbs some of the wealthiest zip codes that i can ever imagine living in i will support this is true if you've ever been to the suburbs this is super true so this is dr george frazier this is super true and a lot of people don't realize this and what he's saying is and for blacks that white folks live rent free in your head and what typically happens is if you ever move to a white community you will feel like realize that they got their own set of problems they have their own shit they're thinking about they ain't looking at it from the top of the hill looking down on ninjas like yeah we got them in their place now there is an element that does that but it's not white folks white folks the, the first time the first time i was in a gym and I've seen this a lot of times. I've seen white people fight in gyms, like like a suburban elite white folks, <laughs> right? They argue, they fight, and I've seen them in a private gated neighborhood, an exclusive gated neighborhood. Two white folks is going to fight at, uh fight each other, and I would be like, damn, like they really be, they really be in their own world, in their own bubble. As long as you're not up there or NIMBY, not in my backyard. As long as you're not in the backyard doing their shit, they do not be thinking of you. I always try to tell people this. I'll be like, they don't think about you. They suing their neighbors. They're thinking about their wife and their children and their place in society, elevating, keeping their shit going. They don't give a f about nobody. Now, if you come into their neighborhood or you set up a homeless encampment in their neighborhood or you sneak in the gated community, 
or maybe you move in, they might watch you, right? You move in the neighborhood, they'll be like, so you got to come to the door. They don't give a damn. And a lot of people really be think they be they live rent free and they live rent free in black people's head. Always be thinking about they think about their neighbors. I remember I had a um a client. I had clients that I, I I trained these two clients. They were neighbors, but they didn't like each other. Because one sued the other, because while one of the ladies was getting her house painted, one of the Mexican guys sprayed paint on the other neighbor's car. But I trained both of them, but they didn't like each other. <laughs> it was like, and they was white. They were white. Like, I mean, they, they really don't be thinking of ninjas at all. So a lot of guys be like, oh, what about this? And what about that? They don't think about you unless you're right there. Other than that, it's a competition even amongst the suburbs. It's a competition even amongst the suburbs, meaning that they're thinking about the hierarchy where they live. They're not thinking about how they're so good in, in beating ninjas. All right, look, at least we got the ninjas. Not the, They don't care. They don't care. Now, if you come in there to compete against them, so in my case, I was in there in direct competition with them. I'm trying to get houses. I'm trying to get status along with them. Then it could, then now you're talking. All right, now you're talking. So I live next door. I live in the neighborhood. They see me. They like, who is this guy? Then they see you elevating up. They're like, what is going on? Now you're talking. As soon as you start competing with them, now it's, now it's game on. But as long as you're over there, they don't even be thinking about you. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. But you, you're self-beating yourself when you think about them, when you're thinking about them. I bet you they're thinking about, uh, do, they're not thinking about you. Now, if they, get, if they get their car breaks down in your neighborhood or they have a business in your neighborhood, maybe. Maybe. But it's out of sight, out of mind, mostly. And uh, this is one thing, because I think there was a guy yesterday that asked me about discrimination for your dreadlocks. And I always tell guys, man, you think it too much. They are not thinking about you like that. They're not. Not like that. They have their own beefs going on. And they're of their own hair issues. Yeah. White folks are not thinking about us. You know who white folks are thinking about? They're thinking about their children, their families, their communities, their education, their husbands, their wives, and their neighborhoods. That's who they should be thinking about. That's who Asians are thinking about. They ain't thinking about you. I had a very good friend of mine say to me not long ago, he said, George, I know black people's problem. I said, oh, really, Bob? What's black people's problem? He said, you spend all your time thinking about us, and we don't spend any of our time thinking about you. So if you ain't thinking about you, and we I think that should, I mean, I hope that helps somebody today. This is one of the truths of the world. But now let's get back to the stuff. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get it here. Uh, what do we got here on Straggle Sniggle Theater? What do we got here first? No doom and gloom today because it's a holiday. Uh, this is a guy who allegedly is being arrested by the Popo. And uh, he seems to be happy about it. Let's go ahead and see what happened here. I might have to refresh the screen. This guy was here singing and showing signs of happiness as he was on his way to jail. The officer asked him, why is he so happy? And his response was funny. Like I know I feel good. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 
Why are you so happy back there and I'm taking you to jail? Hey, man, I'm so happy, boy. When you're taking me, I got 24 hours away from my wife, man. <laughs> this guy was singing and showing signs of happiness as he was on his... Oh, man, he's showing his teeth, too. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, and so here's the deal, man. Uh, He's happy he's going to jail because he gets away from the wife. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet you he just bitter and hurt. <laughs> His wife probably got him in there, but that probably is going to be the best place for him. He doesn't have to go back to his wife. Man, you guys think that I make this stuff about marriage up? Yo, this is a guy that wants to go to jail to get away from his wife, and he's singing about it. His way to jail. The officer asked him, why is he so happy? And his response was funny. Like I know would. I feel good. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, why are you so happy back there and I'm taking you to jail? Hey, man, I'm so happy, boy. When you're taking me, I got 24 hours away from my wife. Oh, man, Ninja Bang. <laughs> oh, man. What a sniggle. That, that's a good sniggle. Let me give him a win for that. We're going to give it up for him here because poor guy, actually, he's getting a vacation from the warden. His wife is the warden. How do you leave a super chat? You got to go over to the Notorious CGA channel. All right. Uh-oh. I know what's going on there. Wait a minute. He said, how do you leave a super chat? Yeah, he here, man. Yeah, man. Yes, it is right there. You got to go over to the Notorious CGA channel. All right. Uh, anyway, Straggle with Snickle Theater progresses on. Ladies, you guys got to make a happy home. Apparently, allegedly, this young lady, I think there's going to be an advert, so I might have to wait. Oh, it's oh yes, it's going to be an advert. Living with and it wasn't an adverb before I started the show, but now it's going to be an adverb. But let me set it up. This young lady that you're going to see on the screen here in about 30 seconds, it says um, this is a woman that allegedly was at her aunt's house. But every time she came to her aunt's house, she dressed inappropriately. And the aunt felt that there was something wrong with that. Have you ever been there? This also includes younger women, and there's an explosive video that I'm going to play tomorrow, That back, and I'm waiting for my larger audience to play this in the morning. But younger women tend to do these things, especially around older men, and if you've ever been in these situations, people think that you know it is the men that are the predators, but what it is is it's the Lolita. It's the younger woman. When I'm talking about legal Lolitas, it is them actually trying to learn, flirt, all right, re realizing what their power is, dressing provocatively, getting attention, and they will actually prey on older men. In this video, this is allegedly, uh, uh, it, it could be a skit, but this is allegedly a woman that is getting kicked out of her aunt's house because the aunt says every time she comes over, she dresses provocatively. Let me go ahead and play the video. Uh, let's get the volume up here. All right, so in this video here, you know, these things could be skits, but we don't care. In this video, as you can see, the woman is dressing like a temptress, and she's definitely a certified skeezer. She's dressing up, and if you live in a small town, the only attention she's going to get is 
by going over to a guy. And remember, uncles or these guys aren't connected by blood. So sometimes there can be some of this sexual uh, energy between people like this. And she's a full adult. Just so you know, she's legally adult. This is not a minor. But she's doing this on purpose in this, in this theory. And when she comes over, the aunt finally called her out. Hey, listen, <laughs> you got to stop coming over here and tempting my husband like this because he's not related to you. He will stick, he will stick his prick all up in you and fold your ass up. And the aunt realizes this. Now, what typically happens in Normieville is they'll blame the man. Oh, he should have known. It's her, it's her, it's his uh, niece. It's not a niece. It's not a blood lease, niece. All right. This is a this is a woman that is a threat, all right, sexually, because they are not related. And the aunt at least recognizes this. Now, you do find it rare that women do call this out for other women, and they will say, well, why are you looking and why are you this? Guys, that is a fully grown woman, and she capable of getting throttled, like in Soul Food, somebody just met. She capable, and, and uh, if, you, if, you wit, if you wit the right ninja, if you wit the right ninja, he capable of throttling that. And the aunt knows it. The woman, the wife, she knows it. She knows it. He, because you know what? You ever see them, them ninjas that are, um, that are players, right? That type of dude that have masculine energy. He's handsome. The woman knows that ninja will fold you. <laughs> Do not mess around with this player ass ninja. If you throw it out there, he gonna slam it. And so that's the aunt's niece. That's the woman's niece. She's related to the. She's related to to the woman. But the man ain't related to her, right? So she's telling her, like, do not come around and put that thing in front of him because he will, he will smack it. He will smack it. The aunt knows what type of husband she got. So people that are trying to make it weird, it ain't weird because they're not related. And the aunt knows, do not come up around here like that. Let me go ahead and play the video. Raise you a little better. You wish you would raise you a little better. I you look like a new walker. You ain't gonna have no husband. Baby, Bill, you ain't gonna have your husband like that. But you gonna be around my dad. That's what you are gonna be. So you just gonna walk down the street, honey. Walk down the street. Walk down the street. Go on, baby. And what it sounds like is, and she is she has straggled. What it sounds like is she's doing this on purpose. As she's now attacking the aunt. And saying things like, hey, you just mad that you don't look like me. So this is, seems like this is intentional. And now she's actually in a combative relationship with the aunt. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, they are already didn't get along. They Maybe, just maybe, they already didn't get along. And this is how she's trying to pay her back. By getting her husband's attention. So and there are families that have relationships like this. Where the aunt and the niece don't get along. But the way the niece will get back at the aunt is to do this so it this is intentional and guys this isn't a free pass because you're being you're going to get used in this situation and it's not going to be good so you're you're not going to come out good on this one I'm, I'm not telling you to pass the green light i'm not telling you to do that but i'm just telling you this is what happens in families and then if something happens they got to kind of figure it out and then you'll be the one blamed for the entire thing uh, there, there's going to be, this going to be a bad scenario. I don't, I, although what I was saying earlier is true, I don't advise guys to do it. 
So she's doing this on purpose, and now she's criticizing the aunt. Here we go right here. Well, I keep talking to you about the same joint. Like, just go on, keep on down the road, honey, because right. that's ridiculous. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. You talking all right? Come on. Tell me where you was going. Coming to my house why looking is, like why that. Is that your business? Where what you going coming to my house adults? looking like that? Ah, uh, see, there you go right there. The aunt's like, where were you going coming to my house like this? Well, the girl's going to say I was on my way to the club, and I can't. Well, it's broad daylight. I was on my way to a party. No, she was on her way to tempt that older man, and we have to know that young women do do this as a means of getting attention, all right? And so, especially in a, they look like they live in a small town. It looks like the Midwest or somewhere in the south, judging from all of those green trees, there's no desert. So if you're in a small town or a small city, Cincinnati, you know, Gary, Indiana, this is some type of shit that would happen here because there's nothing else going on. So this is the only type of good attention she can get from a new person. All right, let's continue. Why you, why, where you brought it? Where you brought it? You proud? That's the problem. They're hanging around to you. Yes, I'm talking to you. What are you looking crazy like that for? You got me walking the wrong way. My car over here. You don't even you know where you are at. Your car is down. Because you so pressed about a man who want a young girl. You should be You so pressed trying to get my man, but you can't get your own. You know, there, there's a point to be made here. What the woman's saying is, hey, your, your man wants me. And you, she's saying you're pressed because the guy's showing me attention. I'm a younger woman, and I could get your man. Yeah, this is, this is bad. This is bad news, but not all uncommon, especially when you have a large family. And the, so this is definitely some rivalry shit. And I'm going to say this woman, this young woman is probably a single mother, and she's targeting, she's targeting that woman's husband. She's targeting that woman's husband. This is intentional. So, guys, watch out. And who believes, who thinks he's already beat that up? I'm just thinking of this right now. I think he already beat that thing up. Let me just go ahead and give y'all a look. Now that I'm thinking about it, this tells me that there's already enough tension going on. That he might press one in the chat if you think he already beat that up. Now, her face, she got the pit bull face. No, her, not her uncle, her non-blood uncle. Her non-blood uncle. So, he doesn't, not, he's not a blood relative. He's not a blood relative. I think he already smashing. He already beat that thing up. <laughs> he says, I was thinking that earlier. And he already beat that thing up. And that's his little girlfriend. That's his little girlfriend. He definitely already hit that up. All right, so this is what you're seeing here. I think that's what's happening now, and the girl's trying to claim her territory. Press a two if you don't if you don't think so. Press a two if you don't think so. Press a one if you think he already beat. Or, or possibly he already gave her money, right? Wait a minute. I think he... I got you know what's happening? I think he's already giving her money. He's acting as a sugar daddy type of deal. Oh, baby, if you ever need anything, baby, come on over and see your own Uncle Uncle George. Come on and see Uncle Earl. All right, anytime you need something, baby, your car out, you know, you get your total, your car, baby, Uncle Earl got you. I got an extra car over here, baby. Oh, anytime you short on groceries, baby, he's pseudo-welfare to her. And I think what's happening is this woman sees this. She's getting attention. She's getting money, and he's giving her $100 here, $50 here. 
because he's probably want something. He want to beat it up. All right, there's tension. There's something going on. He might not have beat it, but he's probably functioning as a pseudo boyfriend to her. And then now she trying to <laughs> look. <laughs> That's what's happening, man. Something's happening already. He already hit that bottom. You supposed to be baby. I have 40 men. I'm an auntie. You supposed to respect me. When you're my auntie, you should care about me. You should love me. You shouldn't be feeling You shouldn't feel no type way about how I dress. You should you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal about this. A lot of people were assuming that this uncle was old. All right. But I'm just going to say this. If you know anything about black families, typically everybody's young. There's not much age that separates them. For instance, her mother could be less than 16 years older than her. And that aunt could be the younger sister of her mother which they could be three to five years apart. So the woman on the other side of the recording could probably be less than 10 years older than the woman. So anybody from the South, the Midwest knows this. The aunt is probably less than 10 years, maybe 12 years difference. So it's not like a 30-year-old difference. It's probably less than two decades difference in age, maybe less than 15 years. And so you're thinking that this is an old aunt I bet you the uncle is not even 40, okay? I bet you the uncle, the uncle in this case is not even 40. And she's like 19 or 20, 21. Like, I, he might be even 35, 35, 40, right? So it's not like a 50, 60-year-old guy. It's probably something like that. And we're, you guys got to understand, black families tend to trend young like that. Uh, because they everybody gets started earlier. Kids start coming out at 16, and then the grandmother's 32, and she's a grandmother. And then by the time the kid grows up, the woman's barely 44. The kid's a damn teenager, right, almost. And then once you get in there, if, if, the, old, if the mother has siblings that are younger, your aunt and, uh, your aunt and niece could be close in age. <laughs> your aunt and niece could be close in age. Like, like you, you came along when the mom had her, the, the mom's sister was 10. It, it can happen like that. It could definitely happen like that. So interesting video. Uh, definitely something's going on here. Oh, speaking of bed winches, listen to this video. I don't know if this is true. I was going to look it up, but listen to this video right here. Lulu White was a brothel owner in New Orleans. History facts you've never heard before. Lulu White was a brothel owner in New Orleans, Louisiana during the early 1900s. She became a millionaire from the fantasy of interracial sex. Most of the women at her four-story brothel, Mahogany Hall, were light-skinned women of color and placed in three categories. A mulatto was a woman with one black parent. A quadroon was a woman with one black grandparent. An octoroon was a woman with one black great-grandparent. The brothels were only available for white men. So when they came to town craving a little brown sugar, they would head to White's establishment. White, also known as the Queen of Octoroons, was forced out of business when the mayor of New Orleans declared prostitution illegal on November 12th, 1917. All right, so interesting video here. I love this video because um, one of the things I've been trying to make a point in that is the, the thing about prostitution, the man act, how dating was stemming from prostitution, right? In the 1919s, the Man Act of 1920. I've been trying to make these correlations and I've been also telling you, traditional what? What are you talking about traditional dating? 
there was a period of time, definitely after Reconstruction, entering into the early 1900s, certainly in the Jim Crow South, where you still had this element of less than 60 years ago, we were in full plantation-ism. Then there was not much progression from that lifestyle in the sharecropping and into the new forming New South. As a result, you did have a lot of prostitution, and uh, these women definitely had mates, but they also worked uh, and go went to go see Zaddy, right? Went to go see Zaddy, yeah. Okay, Daddy. Him, Daddy. All right, and so there it is right there. Even you still had a hint of racial, hey, you know, we used to get access to you, but now we're going to uh, separate you into these mulatto and, oh, man, boy, the desire. It's crazy, huh? It's crazy, huh? You know, look, man, and listen, I don't know if this story is true. I don't know if this is true, but I do find it fascinating. I was going to research History. it. Uh, but again, uh, this is this is not a confirmed true story. Uh, but I love stories like this because it really takes you back to what is actually traditionalism. What is it? Especially when dealing with New Orleans in the South, when you're dealing with racialism and interracial, there's really no traditional anything. All right, there's not much traditionalism. What what you think is traditional is just concoction of 1950s television shows like I Love Lucy and and Mama Knows Best and uh, My Three Sons and you know uh, the, the the Donna Reed show. Here we go right here. Three facts you've never heard before. Lulu White was a brothel owner in New Orleans, Louisiana during the early 1900s. She became a millionaire from the fantasy of interracial sex. Most of... By the way, what have I said about black women and white men? <laughs> I've been trying to tell y'all they just... What have I said about black women and white men? They have a very curious relationship that stems way past, even past the peculiar institution. Even when you got into freedom and, and all of that stuff, they still was going back to go see Zaddy. Are you a fresh? Wait, not that one. Him, Daddy. They're still, and even when you get into corporate America and affirmative action, I've been telling y'all, <laughs> right here we go right here. Of the women at her four-story brothel, Mahogany Hall, were light-skinned women of color and placed in three categories. A mulatto was a woman with one black parent. A quadroon was a woman with one black grandparent. An octoroon was a woman with one black great-grandparent. The brothels were only available for white men. So when they came to town craving a little brown sugar, they would head to White's establishment. White, also known as the Queen of Octoroons, was forced out of business when the mayor of New Orleans declared prostitution illegal on November 12th, 1917. Get him, Daddy. Hey, man, when I said there never were yours, this is what I'm talking about. Now, you also got to understand... This isn't all women, right? Those are brothels. But then you had women that worked for white families. And you certainly know people took a little bit. Of, they took a little bit of a, I can't remember the word that I want to use. But yes. Oh, PayPal is working, by the way. Uh, yeah, there was always leeway. Interesting stuff, right? Interesting stuff. So do your own uh, history search right here and see if that's true. Straggle and Sniggle Theater presses on. This is a guy that takes the hot, crazy matrix to the next level. All right, you can't see his uh, graph here, but listen to his graph and him explain the hot, crazy matrix, according to him. It's the matrix, yes, it's the matrix of like finding a woman. You only get to pick two. So you've got the triangle, you've got hot at the top, you've got sane, and then you've got single. Okay, you only get to pick two. Okay. So, so basically, if she's hot and she's sane, then she's definitely not single. 
If she's hot and she's single, she's definitely not sane. <laughs> this is the best and, fucking and matrix I've ever seen. And if she's sane and she's single, well, she's definitely not hot. <laughs> If you ever get confused, this is like the thing that I tell you about cheaper, better, faster, cheaper, better, faster, pick two. You want it, you want it fast? Well, it's not going to be cheap and better, all right? Or pick one or two. All right, cheaper, faster, better. All right, that's one of the philosophies I used to teach in the blue chip mindset. All right, cheaper, faster, better, pick two. You want it cheap and fast? It's not going to be good quality. You want it uh, cheap and better? It's not going to be fast, all right? So uh, here it is right here. Uh, what was this? What was it right here? Hot, single, crazy. Hot, single, crazy. This, I'm telling you guys, these are the cheat codes to life. I want you to understand. These are the cheat codes. These are the things that men used to go out in the village and pass on to young men. Hey, let me tell you, before these feminized men came out here, these single mother raised men, that want to agree with women, men used to tell everybody, this is what it is, <laughs> all right? Hot, crazy, or single. Let's go ahead and let him play it again. Listen. Single. It's the matrix. Yes, it's the matrix of like finding a woman. You only get to pick two. So you've got the triangle. You've got hot at the top. Yep. You've got sane, <laughs> and then you've got single. Okay. You only get to pick two. Okay. So, so basically, if she's hot and she's sane, then she's definitely not single. <laughs> if she's hot and she's single, she's definitely not sane. <laughs> this is the best and, fucking matrix I've ever seen. And if she's sane and she's single, well, she's definitely not hot. <laughs> <laughs> so look, uh, guys, I know guys, look, it's simple. You got to make it simple. Because that explains it all. Because there's women like, what about us good women out here that can't find a man? Okay, well, <laughs> let's look at the chart. And normally you can say, well, send me a picture of you. And that'll confirm everything you need. Okay, look at you right there. Well, you're definitely not hot. You definitely ain't all that. You definitely are lacking somewhere. That's why. <laughs> all right, so that is the cheat code. I love it. We'll have to get that printed out for you guys or at least maybe get a graph of that. Somebody make a graph of that. Uh, we do have more straggle and sniggle theater. Let me see here. Oh, we do. How many more we got? We got one, two. We got two more straggle and sniggle theaters. Uh, let's take you to this story right here. This is not a video. But apparently this woman right here, uh, she was in a bind. All right. She got evicted. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Uh, it says ex-teacher turned model, age 60, harassed neighbor after being evicted from Beach Hut. Michelle Spicer says complaints against her motivated her glamorous look and Mercedes car. And there's the woman right there. I'm in a bind, Nate. Yeah, man. <laughs> and ninjas is still going to fold this up with her stomach looking like balled up paper. All right. <laughs> looking like you telling to shoot. What be wrong with women? They be going cuckoo out here, man. What is going on here? Look at them teacher arms. Yeah, she's an ex-teacher, all right. Look at them arms disconnected from the musculature. Look at this separation from the triceps and the, and the latissimus dorsi. Oh, look at the soggy ass. Oh, look at the bag of bones. This is despicable. All right, man almighty. Get the undertaker. 
get the Undertaker out here, and she out here flaunting it. Oh man, damn Almighty! Oh, the humanity. What be wrong with people? So she got evicted. So everybody, your rent's due, motherfucker. So everybody got to now see the Sogmeister, right? Look at this song. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Look at the Sogmeister. The Sogmeister got her. The Sogmeister. Oh man! Shout out to the ladies of the world, man. Hey, listen, they be like, uh, we don't, we don't hit the wall at sixty, right? <laughs> Yo, really? <laughs> All right, man, this is terrible. All right, anyway, yikes. Speaking of aging, last video here. There's a granny, one hundred and six years old. Shout out to our Nana that had made it to one hundred and six years old. Beautiful black woman right here. This queen traditional mom 106 years old she looking beautiful out there man shout out to her she has something to say to her 38 year old granddaughter and she's gonna clown her granddaughter for very common reasons let's play the video when your 106 year old grandmother clowns you for being 38 and single so you have to clap back how old are you i'm 38 huh I'm 38. I never been there. Uh oh. Huh? Have you ever been there? Really, Nana? 38 <laughs> years old. Really? Oh. Hmm? Really? <laughs> really? I never been there. <laughs> she said, You 38? And never been married. That's a goddamn shame. <laughs> she about to give her that smoke. Oh, she got some more. The way she turned back, it was like, you ever been married? Hmm? Really? Really? I never been there. <laughs> no children or nothing. Oh, no. You sure missed a lot of life. You sure missed a lot of life. Oh. Damn. <laughs> you got to realize 38 for in her day you was an old ass maid like you were like oh man you missed you missed out on life like you couldn't been in her time 38 and just being single that didn't exist so you got to understand in context Lord. why do i have to get married and have kids to have a good life huh hmm? why do i have to get married and have kids just to have a good life you do have no good life. I do. You don't go nowhere. I do. I just got back from a trip. By yourself, no man. <laughs> she said, I, you don't go nowhere. I was at, I was in Cabo San Lucas. She said, by yourself. <laughs> she killing her. She killing her. Shout out to Nana. <laughs> if you don't have a man, you ain't nothing. Ooh. Really? I'm not nothing without a man? Huh? You're not a lesbian, are you? Oh, <laughs> damn. Are you? No, I had a husband till he died. <laughs> I had a husband till he died. <laughs> I called her a lesbian. That boy quit all the time. You was having sex? got there. You was having sex? Huh? You had sex after granddaddy died? No, I didn't. Uh, but I had a, uh, I had boyfriend whatever. and husband. Whatever. Till he died. I still have sex. 
Huh? I still have sex. You what? I still have sex. I know you do, but that's not right. Oh. <laughs> that's dirty. That's dirty. You slut. So remember when they always say men use negative words to describe women who are promiscuous? I've been saying, no, that's women been doing that. Women have used it, have used words to describe women who are promiscuous. It's not men. It's been women. I've been saying that. And there's another example. She's like, oh, you a dirty whore. She didn't say that. I've been telling you, man, the truth. I'll be over here revealing the truth. The patriarchy taws us sluts. No women call you sluts. All right. Women call you dirty, not men. Men use you. We ain't got no reason to call you dirty. <laughs> Sleeping around like a slut. Oh, there it is. Sleeping around like a slut. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? It's women who judge other women. Sleeping around like a slut. Oh, it's one person. One person. Sleeping around like a slut. Your mama. Oh, hey. I didn't do it. I had a husband. Your mama did then. I had a husband. Well, your mama was a slut then. Don't talk about the mother. She's dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, don't, well, don't talk about me. Yes. When you're one. She mad. She mad. You see that, man? You know, shout out to Nana, man. Shout out to Nana for keeping it real on her. And then this woman had to treat Nana like that. She had to treat Nana like that. You see these toxic women. Nobody, they cannot handle the truth. They could not handle the truth. <laughs> All right. That was crazy. She was like, it's one person I was sleeping around with. Yeah, no. Mm. Shout out to Nana for keeping it real on Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Uh, you see, we were building a couple truths here. Black women don't belong to black men. They haven't never really. And... It is women who control the conversation as to judging women. I've been telling you this, and we need more nanas out here. See, these nanas trying to be out here hoeing with these girls. We need some more elders out here that can tell them what these girls are doing out here to get the community in order. I've been saying women police women. Women police women. Men are not here to police women. They're here to protect them. Women police women. In fact, I've been saying this for a long time. Like, it is not a man's job to police women. That is what other smarter, more intelligent women who want to get control of their community, it is their job to police women, not, not men. We're here to establish order and then, and then uh, the rule, protect, support. That's what we do and protect women from themselves. It is women that are supposed to protect women. I mean, keep them in order in line and police them. All right, anyway. Shout out to this man. Hey, shout out to our brother here on cash. It's uh, Melvin J in the building. He says, hold the line and teach the men. Yes, man. Shout out to you. We're going to definitely keep it going, man, because I'm opening up a lot of eyes to this truth. And I appreciate everybody on Locals to, for sharing these videos that show you what I'm saying is not off base. I come back with so much support for my message. That shows you I am not out of line here. Shout out to this one right here. Uh, shout out to Dion. Neon Dion is in the building. He says, Coach, you saved me from the Matrix in 2019, and I've been a loyal supporter ever since. Men, 
We have all fallen short of the free agent lifestyle, but it's never too late to course correct. Hit me with the Seattle coach gang. The what happened? Where did all the men go? Wrong one. I am a nasty woman. Indeed. Shout out to you. I hit you with the wrong one. The Seattle coach gang gang in the building. Appreciate you for being here and thank you for being a loyal supporter. And uh, all the supporters that come in and out with the message, I appreciate y'all. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. That's still going on now. There's a very popular female rapper by the name of Lotto, short for Mulatto. Wow, I didn't know that was what it was short of. So we talked about the New Orleans uh, thing, the Lotto short for Mulatto. All right, um, so that's wild as hell. That's wild as hell. Shout out to you. And uh, I forgot something. I forgot to do something. I may take a break here in a minute because there was something I was supposed to do, and I forgot it. Sean says, Donovan Sharp defined feminism as liberation of women's sexual options along with restrictions of men's sexual option. No one tells women they can't date older men. And he says, yet the court of public opinion has a problem with men wanting younger women. I say give them the Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Indeed. Cut that bitch off. Wow. Next caller. That is true. So it is always, I think that's just a policing of men, men's behavior. Essentially, they know the men are going to desire that. So they got to police it and shame it. I'm one to say, hey, do what you want to do. Now, if you try to say, what about your daughter and your mama? I don't, listen, that has nothing to do with me. Like, what I do outside of that, that has nothing to do with, whoa, whoa, whoa. listen, we're not talking about that. You're talking about something that I would say, I'm naturally going to protect this person to make sure that that's the right person for them. That has nothing to do how I date. All right, those two can be separate. All right, because they're literally separate. The Both things are separate. All right, Jay Cool says, testing, testing, one, two, three, just saying, is there a chance, any chance, I could be your second string EWF? Well, pause. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I just have to ask right there. What that mean? Uh, there's only room for one. Shout out to you right there. Let's get to the super chats here. And uh, what is this right here? Hmm. Okay. Henry Brazilia says, I confronted her mom and she did not even deny it. Henry. Henry. <laughs> Stop confronting the mom, man. Leave that bitch alone. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Chicken. Uh, leave her alone, fam. And, and what you have to understand is you're actually undermining your daughter because your daughter then is going to get yelled at by the mother to stop sharing what the mother says to the daughter. You're actually doing the opposite effect. All right, what you have to understand is in men and women in your children, guys, you can't, like say for instance, your children open up, open up to you. You cannot then weaponize what they open up to you, right? You can't. So say they say, hey, dad, I want to tell you something, blah, blah, blah. Now you can teach them, but if they open up and they say, you know, I've been thinking about, blah, and then you and then you go down and shove it down their throat, I can't believe you. Guys, they're never going to open up to you. Same thing with women. Same thing with women. If they open up to you, ninja, just sit there. One time my daughter used to play tennis. My daughter used to play tennis, and when she played tennis, she would often look at me after she did something good or bad. 
All right, so she was always looking at me, and this is very common, common to tennis players, all right, or players in general, uh, basketball players. And uh, when I coached, I noticed that my team would do that too, all right? They would do something, and they look over at me. And one of the reasons why is because I would react. I would react. I clap, stomp my feet. You know, I, I would react. I would say something, and they were anticipating the reaction. And one time, a tennis coach who saw that, he, he was a tennis organizer, he came over to me and he said, he said, give her nothing. Give her nothing. Meaning don't react to anything. She'll stop looking at you and focus on the court. So even when she did something good, she said, he said, even when she does something good, don't react. Even when she does something bad, don't react. So then I started wearing sunglasses and a hat and I would just sit over there. And I would do this. Every time she did something good. So she's anticipating for me to smile. She said, the guy said, don't even smile when she does something good. Just sit there, give her nothing. And I started doing that and she stopped looking at me most of the time. It, it actually worked. So what I'm telling you guys, you're reacting to something a child said to you about another parent. You're reacting to what a child said about another parent, which might be untrue. It might be out of context. But now you've taken a child's words and ran back to the parent. And now you confronted parents about something a child said. Guys, now what's going to happen is when the mom gets the daughter, she's going to say, stop telling your dad X, Y, and Z. Dude, once that happens, you lost leverage. Because now you will never find out any information that goes on over there. <laughs> so understand that these things that happen, you cannot react emotionally. Poker face, get the info. Dude, she's giving you intel. She's giving you things that could, you could use as a court evidence. You could go to the therapist and you shut it down by confronting the mother. So please, 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 <laughs> it's going to take a while. It's, it's going to take a while, but please, when, you, when you're dealing with women, in general, overreacting, and I tell guys this in the red pill. When a woman says something, I notice a lot of guys, cap, bullshit, and this, and the woman's literally opening up. She's opening up, and I see in the comment section men trashing her. I'm like, dude, we got her to open up. We got her comfortable to talk. What we should do is listen and take the info in and shut the fuck up. Because that's going to allow other women to feel like, oh, we can say what we want to say. Yeah, bitch. Talk. <coughs> talk. Say, hey, man, keep opening up. But when we go in the comments and we talk shit and we judge and we do all of these, it makes them shut up. It makes them say, we'll just keep secrets then. Do you understand how this works? Then they keep secrets. We want them to talk. Right? We want them to share openly what they think. Even if it's we don't agree with it, even if it shocks us, we want them to talk. So shutting them down when they open up is literally the opposite of what you want to do. If your wife opens up, your girlfriend opens up, Ninja, just eat it. And then deal with it later. There's no use arguing with her. Deal with it later, right? 
throw up in the bathroom later. You know what I mean? Take the frustration out later. But use the opportunity to let them tell on themselves and let them expose something but uh, that, that you would never even know otherwise. So anyway, man, reverse psychology on these bitches. All right, anyway. <laughs> Shout out to Joshua Moon says, I'd fold that straggle. Yeah, she had a body that I like too, yes. The face, otherwise. Schedule OP says, I know a girl who is divorcing her husband or she divorced her a few years back. She started struggling, then her mom divorced her stepdad right when she was uh right when she got her full retirement. And now mom and daughter live together off of his money. Damn. Wow. It's a cold, cold world, man. It's a cold, cold world. It happens. So the mom and daughter, daughter got divorced, mom divorced her stepdad. They now living off the stepdad's money. JC, coach, you are absolutely correct. My grandmother was born in slavery. She's now 102. She's James Brown black and always told us how we ended up high yellow. Massa, massa, massa. <laughs> Pro man, those New Orleans women are spoils of war. Unless ninjas figure it out, we will always be spoils of war. And I, you're absolutely right, Pro man. And we have to understand that, uh, you know, as pro-blacks as I'm not, we have been, uh, what is the word? We have not occupied. We were a captive people. I mean, there's another way to say this. But we were a captive people, and we come from descendants of captain people. Not, Not all of us, but some of us do. And in essence, the rules apply. Those who lose war, those who lost the war, you lose your women and land. Right, that's what you lose in, in in war. Now we're trying to reparate it and repair it, but I don't think there's no repairing it. So, in a sense, there's nothing traditional about the African American. Conquered, I think conquered would be it. Conquered would be it. We are conquered people. We come from a conquered people. Thus, when you look at why you there's a split between the black man and the black woman, it's because the black women are spoils of war, and they never belong to you. Really, they've never really belonged to you. That is my philosophy. And I will stand on it like a rock. They've never been yours in any form or fashion. They've always been separate from you. And I've been saying this for a lot of years. I know people don't agree. They've never really, really been yours. They've been always still able to go over here in a form or fashion to zaddy, government zaddy. All right. It is what it is. And there's a conflict between these groups of people. So there's no traditionalism in the black community. None. Not really. I mean, there is a traditional family element of a bourgeoisie, the bourgeoisie, right? The elite, if you will, the bourgeoisie. There is a tradition of that. And there's a traditional black family of the 50s and the 40s, the bourgeoisie that came out of the Great Depression into the Great Migration from the South into the Midwest, Philadelphia, into the Northeast. There has been that. But other than that, it's been a small, that was a small period of time. It is what it is, and we was Kangs. But there's always been a great outreach from the other people, other people to those women through welfare, uh, through socialization, social programs, affirmative action, Goldman Sachs, brothels. There's always been an outreach from men of other people, other races to black women, and excluding black men, the family court, child support, 
excluding black men or actually using black men as father. Uh, men, black men going to war, addicted to the crack era, addicted to heroin, coming back from the war, addicted to the blue ma- magic. It, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. And this is no pro-black shit. It has to deal with dynamics between black men and black women. There's always been a fracture. Um, even uh, feminism. Feminism has been another one. Feminism injected into the 1960s. Black women were the initial targets of feminism. It spread through the black woman and spread outward. Like they couldn't spread it through white women. They needed black women to bite first and then they had to go outward. So there's always been a split. Jail, prison, and, and whatnot. So there's never been a sense of unity, a united uh, group or whatnot. Anyway, this is just my opinion, okay? Somebody said, did I see? No, I didn't see that. I didn't see it. Whoever you're, you're talking about, the T.S.I. Johnson, and B, I didn't see it. So this is my own thoughts. So I don't know if you're trying to say they talked about it. These are my own thoughts, <laughs> All right? Nobody, I didn't have to see anybody else talk about it. All right, shout out to uh, Noman says, I've noticed recently single and divorced women joining Christian churches and repackaging that peace leave uh, themselves and they're repackaging themselves as born again Virgos. Any experience with this? Well, the economy's kicking that ass. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, born again Virgos. I've been telling you they're going to go to church and they're going to repackage that Punani. Nothing new here. Yeah, nothing, nothing new, nothing new. All right, uh, a couple more. Malik Brand says, my great-grandmother was a madam in northern Michigan. The article was in the New York Times because she had to pay the taxes. Mm. It's deep out here. It's deep. It's deeper than Atlantis, deeper than the seafloor. Travel by the Mantis. Shout out to Jamie or Jaime Hoffman says, hit the dang like button. We giving you info you cannot find everywhere, and we're giving you straight facts. All right, JC says, uh, Henry, you will never get your kids favor bickering. Yep. He says, Henry, you will never get your kids favor bickering with the mom. You must remain stoic. You will be surprised how resilient and willing they are to help. Yes, I'm, my advice, if you have a toxic ex, you have a toxic ex, my advice is to not talk to her at all. Now, this is going to be opposite of what these pseudo-psychologists tell you. Only thing you do is be nice, tip your head, say hi, that's it. Everything you say to that woman will be written, and it will be on a parent wizard or a talking parent. Do not engage. Do not react to a text message. Whatever she says to you, give her a 24-hour, 48-hour expectation of a response. Take a deep breath. Take a nap, bust a nut, get some food, and then respond to her. You're separate. You're engaged in a war, legally, a lawsuit. You're in an active, open lawsuit. <laughs> you're in an active, open lawsuit. They're, they're, you're being sued right now, multiple times, and she's threatening more lawsuits. She's separate from you. She gets no information, no intel, and you certainly will not argue with her. There's no fucking argument. There's no argument. You're in an active open case where she can just open that shit up. At, it's already open. She could just walk in the courtroom and then put the court document records right there, open it up, and send your ass back in there. Guys, 
and she's keeping receipts and she's taking notes of every interaction that you have that is not in her best interest. Do me a favor, man. I got to hit the, I forgot to put, I was supposed to put something out for the kids at the door and I forgot. So do me a favor, man. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. Hold up. All right, man, apologies, man. These little crumb snatchers at my door, I'm looking at my security cam, and I was like, oh, I forgot to put the bucket out. <laughs> I forgot to put the bucket out. All right, let's get back to the show here. All right, I had it all set up, and I forgot to put it outside. Now, there's going to be one kid that takes all the candy. <laughs> all right. All right, here we go right here. Happy Halloween to you guys right here. I'm out of breath. Happy Halloween. What's your favorite Halloween constant? <laughs> Sexy Halloween costumes. Let's go over that real quick. Your favorite sexy Halloween costume. As you can see, sexy costumes on Halloween. There you go right there. We're not advertising for this for this place here. But if you go to a Halloween uh contest or a Halloween party, uh what is your favorite sexy ho Halloween costume. Here we go right here. We'll just peruse through them real quick as an intermission. There you go right there. Look at that skeezer. Look at that 304 Halloween costume right there. Sexy costumes here. Uh, here we go. Oh, what do we got here? Flatback Supreme. Flatback Supreme right there. What are we doing here? Oh, we got the witch. All right. This one's not too bad. That one's not too bad. The witch. The sexy witch. Here we go right here. Let's see what do we got here. The mermaid. All right. All right. Little mermaid. Flatback Supreme right here. Where the black women at? That's what ninjas are saying. There's a black woman right there for you. Oh, Corella DeVille. The madam. The madam. Sexy Halloween costumes. Somebody said the Mexican maid. All right. <laughs> the Mexican maid here. Here we go right here. Oh, what about this one? The adventurous tour guide. There you go right there. All these hoes. Did y'all like the Vilma? I did like the Vilma. That was hot. That was hot. That's sexy right there. Sexy Halloween. What else we got? All right, what is this one right here? The speed. Oh, the mime. Okay, Charlie Chaplin shit. All right, so there they go out right there. The hose is out. Sexy costume. They that took over. I don't see any spooky costumes. There's a Chucky. All right, there's a demon doll right there. Oh, that's their regular costume right there. That's their regular costume. All right, that's what they really look like. They don't need to, they don't need to dress up for that. 
All right, we oh we got a real flatback supreme, the bubblegum honey costume. Bubblegum, she looked like a Barbie doll. She looked like a doll, man almighty. Damn, that'd be a high class. Boy, that's going to be, an, that's a $2,000 night right there. I'm just letting you know. These are the women that say models. I'm a model. All right, here's a crazy woman right here. The Beetle Bride. Beetle Bride. Okay, all right, there you go right there. That's scary. That's scary. Do they have sisters in here? Let me get y'all sister for y'all sister uh, loving ninjas right here. There's, oh my Lord, the sexy tennis pl- Oh, my Lord, Jesus, that is uh, something else. Oh, the humanity. That might be a Latina. That might not even be a sister. It could be a sister. She got the Venus Williams for your Venus, Will- your Serena Williams fetish right there. All right. Serena Williams fetish. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, the sexy astronaut. All right, sexy astronaut. Everything's a sexy something, boy. They didn't took over Halloween. It's a kid's holiday, and they done took it over here. We got the, oh, the Layla Ali. The Layla Ali. Yeah, she might not be an African-American. She might be a Dominican. She might be Spanish. Me no black poppy. Me no black poppy. All right, what else? Boy, they got a lot of costumes sexy. A lot of sexy. Okay, here we go. Traditional homeroom hottie, the student. Uh Uh-oh, the student, the Catholic schoolgirl. All right, let me see what we got. They ain't got no black women in here. All right, let me see here. Let's let you know right here. All right, because none of these outfits going to fit her like a sister, sister. All right, we got the Britney Spears. All right, Britney Spears. All right, there you go right there. What do they call that? A pop schoolgirl outfit. All right, cowgirl. All right, we got oh, Catwoman on the prowl. Sexy costume. Oh, no, that ain't a black woman. All right, that's a mulatto. What are we doing? Dallas Cowgirl cheerleader. All right, got a flatback Supreme Spider Girl. Yeah, that looks painted on. That looks painted on here. All right, so there you go right here. Ninja's going to be looking at this store. Oh, we got a ninja pimp costume. Okay. All right, Tinkerbell, Fire Girl. All right, look at all these Halloween costumes. Plenty of whole costumes out here. They go a black woman right there. Firefighter. She keep it lit. She keep it lit, firefighter. All right, there you go right there. She got her toes out, too. She got her feet out. Uh-oh, and them toes. She got them feet out. All right, there you go right there. There's the sister for you. One token sister. All right, who else? All right, there we go right there. So oh, there we go, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Halloween, happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. For you people out there. We had Minnie Mouse in there too. We did have a Minnie Mouse. All right, getting back to the show. Delulu is the Salulu. Delusion is the solution. Why are we arriving at a point where now, while we're trying to make logical arguments. Now remember, uh, we are in a situation where men have made a lot of logical arguments. We've had Andrew Tate explode making logical arguments. Everybody has had a situation where they had a video where they challenged a feminist And we had some feminists come over and challenge some of the men in here. And the arguments are always trying to be logical because men are trying to be logical. Well, what I'm noticing is there is a trend. Now that men have figured things out, I think that there's a concerted effort by a group of people that now cannot make a logical argument against men, the things that men say in some of these spaces, to now say we don't want to be logical. We're just going to be delusional. In fact, 
Girl math was the earliest rendition of this, where they said girl math makes sense because it makes sense. And when it only makes sense to us, we're just going to make it make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. We have also showed you videos where feminist teachers say two plus two does not equal four. It could equal five. Now, the next thing they're doing now is Delulu is the Salulu. So we'll make it make sense if we wanted to make sense. All right. So we'll do what we want to do. That's what we're doing now. And now you're seeing now they're saying it doesn't matter if it makes sense. Now, this is the newest rendition of the Jedi mind shit. Yeah, this is going to be able to move the goalposts just when you think you got them. Just when you think you got them. They're now saying Delulu is the Salulu. The solution is to remain in delusion. So let me show you here a couple of examples. I showed this one earlier right here uh, of this right here and that why they're using this now because they're cornered. The reason why he hasn't bought you any flowers is because he's saving money to get you a Birkin bag instead. And the reason why he doesn't post you on his Instagram is because he thinks you're really hot. And he's scared that his friends will try to steal you away from him. And the reason why he ghosted you is because he was falling too hard for you. And he's scared of getting hurt. Yeah, boy, because delusion is the solution. Delusion is the solution. Even when they're dating uh, uh, and they're saying, I date bad boys. We're just going to make a reason why we date bad boys. Oh, he really loves me. No, 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 no. We're just going to stay in delusion. All right, so here's another situation here uh, where the delusion initially was uh, hashtag believe all women. Now they're saying, oh, you know, these crazy women do stuff like this. This is a crazy woman trying to frame an Uber driver as kidnapper, as a kidnapper. Now that we can record women doing toxic things. All right, now we got them doing toxic stuff. We got cameras, uh, ring doorbells. We got videotapes. Now what you're seeing is they're making skits. And now this isn't even a skit. They're being caught doing stuff that we've been saying they're doing. Now they're just going to say we're delusional. Or we'll just stay in delusion. All right, so here we go right here. Let's go ahead and play the video. Kidnapping us. He's kidnapping 45, us. 45. He's kidnapping us. He's kidnapping us. Wait, but the best is that this is... I got dash cams inside. All right, thank you. Yeah. I'm on the corner of Anita Drive no. and you Hanover are, Road. You are a liar. You are a liar. Anita, what? Anita Drive and Hanover Road. Yeah, what a fucking... You are a liar. You are I have a 2016 all... Toyota Camry. And he has a child right. locked in the car. A child locked in the car. There are no child locks. You just got out. We can't get out of the car. You're on video. You we just got out. out. We can't get out. You're on we video. You just got out. out. Help! 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 She just got out. Man, thank God for cameras. You know how many men died, have been arrested, thrown in jail? You know how many men have lost their lives on the word of a woman? He was so black. And he was so big. He was a ninja, ninja, ninja. You know how many men have been to prison on the word of some men attacked her, some men graped her? Now, luckily, ninjas is, is arming themselves with cameras. Because women are prone to do shit like this, especially younger women especially younger women. And I've wanted to be telling you guys, uh, I don't believe younger women at all. Half the damn time. I mean, mostly damn all the time. Younger women are liars. 
They're some of the biggest, most manipulative liars out here. And then older women, not only, dude, they be lying their fucking ass off because people believe it. And technology is saving people. Yep, ninjas have been died over some shit a woman said, right? And there's an example right here. This is, if you're a woman, this is embarrassing. Because here, there's some, there's some women that have been true victims, but where do you draw the line? How, where do you tell? How can you tell? How can you tell there's been a victim and who's not? Women, I got a woman hammering themselves in the head. Remember I showed you the video where the woman was with a friend and she was hammering herself and she was deciding whether to hammer herself in the head to give a to give a a, a, a bruise. And the woman, the other woman was said, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> this is insane. This is insane. Kidnapping us. He's kidnapping 45, us. 45, he's kidnapping us. He's kidnapping us. Wait, but the best is that this is... I got dash cams inside. I'll send you some help. All right, thank you. Yeah. I'm at the corner you? of Anita Drive no. and you Hanover are, Road. You are a liar. You are or a Anita liar. Anita what? Anita Drive and Hanover Road. Yeah, what the fuck is You are a liar. He he are, I have a 2016 all, Toyota Camry. And he has a child locked in the car. A child locked in there the car. No we can't get locks. out of the you car. You just got out. We can't get out of the car. You're on video. You just got out. We can't get out. You're on video. You just got out. She just got out. Man, that's sad, bro. That's sad. <laughs> that is some sad shit, but boy, that happens. All right, next case of Delulu is the Salulu. We have a woman here who is going to record herself talking to herself about why she's not in a good relationship. Okay, let's get to it right here. Let's pop this up on the screen. Advice, should I stay or leave? Why do you want to go? Because he's not really exciting me anymore. I mean, he's a really good guy and everything like that, but I just feel like there's someone out there who's just more fun. Have you considered that perhaps you're not that exciting yourself? No, I'm plenty exciting. I rock climb, I hike, I paint, I have a great job. But didn't your last relationship end because you were also bored? Yes, I know, it's crazy. It's like everyone is so boring. And your partners are completely responsible for your happiness. That's what a relationship is, yes. What if I told you that relationships are merely a reflection of you, that you don't find other people that interesting because you don't find yourself all that interesting? But I just told you I do all kinds of things. But don't you do all those things because you're actually bored of yourself, so you feel like you need to do all those things? Wait, what? When's the last time you could just sit with yourself and just enjoy the moment? But that's so boring. Exactly. What you think is missing in him is actually what's deep down missing in you. Once you find that, perhaps make the decision from there. Okay, I don't have time to do that. You know, I have spin class in 15 minutes. I'm really busy. Yes, of course you are. Eat advice. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, if that isn't confusing enough, you have a woman giving her own self-therapy. Yeah, we were, you know what I mean? And listen, this for a great skit. She did a good job. Whoever this woman is, she actually hit the nail on the head. Is she a therapist? She's a frequency healer. Uh-oh. And she is a nice Ling Ling. Where's, give me a Ling Ling like this, man. She's a little bit too active for me and Americanized. But only a Ling, only a woman could do something like this because they got multiple personality disorders, right? So here we go right here. And uh, one of the comments, check this out. Would you, care, would you care to elaborate more about this? Please, I really need this. This is actually good advice. Um, it's just interesting 
that they have to kind of give them their advice. When women say, I'm not happy, it's because they're, I'm not happy. <laughs> they're miserable when they say he's boring. These are all stem from things that men aren't responsible for in relationships. However, in this clip, the woman that was the delusional one said, yes, that's what relationships are. Now, I've said this about relationships. Okay, I said this because I've said there's a fine print of relationships, meaning that when women get in a relationship with you, they think a lot of things. They think you're supposed to just listen to them. Hey, you're my boyfriend. You got to listen to me. No, I don't. Like, no, I don't. You better put together your thoughts and catalog them and don't be saying no stupid shit to me all day long. I'm not just supposed to just listen to you. Where, did, where does that say a man in a relationship? Oh, you're in a relationship. You're supposed to make me happy. Where? Where does it say that? Like, that's I've been challenging people all the time. Now, this woman said the exact same. Oh, um, you're in a relationship. I'm in a relationship with you. You're supposed to entertain me. Where, bitch? Like, <laughs> where? See, these are the things I challenge. These things are not true. They're not true. And this is why people, mostly men and women, can't be in relationships. They think you're supposed to do all these things, and it's not true. But you're supposed to hang out with me, and you're supposed to listen to me, and you're supposed to let me bounce goofy shit off of you, and you're supposed to, I'm supposed to, uh, you're supposed to let me play jokes on you. You're supposed to let me hit you. These are all bad blueprints of relationships. And women are lonely, so are men, but women are lonely, and they think if they find a guy, they're going to get happiness, companionship, a, a, a lending an ear, entertainment, and then when you don't do it, they mad at you. Mm. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to entertain me. You're boring. You're supposed to be exciting. I'm, I, I don't know what to do. You're supposed to listen to me. All the stupid things that come up on my head, and I'm telling you guys, they are taking advantage of guys because guys, in essence, will say, I guess I better do this to keep her. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not. Yeah, you're supposed to do TikTok videos. Come do this TikTok and you're going to dance or I'm going to do this thing against you in a TikTok video. I'm not going to do it. I'm telling you this up front. Somebody said solipsism is the term. Yep. I'm telling you up front. I'm not doing this goofy shit that you think that boyfriends and husbands are supposed to do. I'm not going to do it. Now, then they're going to call you stodgy and boring and uptight. And I'm like, oh, you're not making me happy. Oh, you're boring. And they will go out to seek this. What they're doing is they're actually, they're actually annoying. They're annoying men, but you can't bat them away. You can't be like, bitch, go sit down. Oh, you're toxic. Oh, that's verbally abusive. Or if you joke on them, they're going to cry self-esteem. Okay. So these are the things that I'm trying to challenge men and, and women. That you think relationships are supposed to be these something, a source of your happiness, a source of your entertainment. And that's not true. It is certainly not true. And this woman is actually trying to get that, this woman to understand that. You're the one who's miserable. And you thought getting a boyfriend was going to solve that. Gentlemen, same thing with you. You think you're alone, you're lonely, and you think getting a relationship is going to cure your loneliness. And I'm here to tell you, 
There's a lot of people in relationships that are lonely. Do not get into a relationship, gentlemen, because you're lonely. That's the worst type of relationships to get into. Gentlemen, ladies, if you're bored, do not get into a relationship looking for the relationship to cure your boredom. You get into a relationship with me, you're going to be bored as fuck. <laughs> like five, six out, of, six out of seven days a week, you're going to be bored. I'm going to give you boring conversation. I'm going to have little small talk. I'm going to be doing what I want to do, right? And I'm a, hopefully you got something else to do. And we can meet in the middle for about an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes for some dinner. And I'm going to pop you off. And I'm going to go back to doing what I'm going to do, right? There's a lot of men in lonely relationships. There's a lot of women that are in lonely relationships. If you're lonely, do not seek a relationship. You need to cure your loneliness before you get a woman. <laughs> Please. This is why people fail in their relationships. So I'm glad she pointed this out. You need to get your, let me play it again so you can hear it. Here we go. Should I stay or leave? Why do you want to go? Because he's not really exciting me anymore. I mean, he's a really good guy and everything like that, but I just feel like there's someone out there who's just more fun. Have you considered that perhaps you're not that exciting yourself? No, I'm plenty exciting. I rock climb. I Another thing about women, they think they're exciting. These are the most boring creatures of all time. Women are boring. I don't know what they think are funny and exciting about them. They're not funny. They're not, they're not exciting. They're boring. They only talk about the same thing all the time. They're, they're shallow. They're limited in, in, in thought. They're not funny, joking-wise. Uh, anything, their humor is ill-timed. They're not exciting people at all. So this is one of the things that they don't know about themselves. I'd be telling about themselves. You're not, you're, you're the least exciting thing about my day. <laughs> I mean, just letting you know. And anything you did that day certainly ain't exciting. You went and got a facial. You went and got your nails did. You got a gel. You went and got a cut and color. You went into the Xerox machine. Everything about your day is boring. It is not interesting. And you want to tell them about your spirituality and you went to this vacation. I don't give a damn about none of that stuff. It don't mean nothing to me. And it ain't going to change my life. It's not going to enlighten me. And not even that. You're not going to educate me on anything. The, the slightest, there's a slight chance you're going to educate me about something. There's a one in 50 million chance that you're going to tell me something I didn't know. <laughs> right. And whatever you about to brag about, please answer this before you brag about it. Did you pay for it? <laughs> right. If you tell me I went to this restaurant and I've been to this country and I went to this nightclub and I did this and I went to this hotel, I stayed here, I did this. If you didn't pay for it, it don't count. <laughs> Meaning that if you didn't pay for the vacation, the tickets, the airline, if you went with another ninja, your family, a ninja you was married with, your ex-husband, your sugar daddy, if you didn't pay for it, if you went to a restaurant for a date, if you didn't pay for it, it don't count. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm cold-blooded on these women. And men, too. I'm cold-blooded on men. But you want to brag about some shit you did to try to up me in your experiences, and you didn't pay for the drinks? You didn't pay for the dinner? 
Shut up, for real. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Trying to up me in social experience when you don't pay for it is not an up one. That's not a one up. It's not a one up. You didn't pay for none of that. I got to pay for all of my social experiences, all of them. So that's why I might be more limited. Did you go here? Did you go here? Did you go here? It's easy to do all of that when you ain't paying for it. <laughs> or you paid in puss. I don't want to hear shit. Let's continue, man. <laughs> All right, uh, this one says, should this be illegal here? I'm going to try to see if I can. I think it has music on it. Here we go right here. She said, I'm ugly. I said, bitch, where? She said, under all that makeup. I said, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She said, I'm ugly. I said, bitch, where? She said, under all that makeup. I said, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Interesting here. Interesting. So you see this, right? So Delulu is a Sululu. Now, in this video, you see a woman that's obviously, obviously manufactured. She has hair extensions and she has a self-tanner on. She's probably pale. Her hair is not her natural color, right? She has her eyelashes on and makeup and what we call witchcraft. In the other video, in the other part of the edit, she shows what she looks like without the makeup. And I'm assuming it's a she. We're getting to those times. But those are two different people. <laughs> those are two different people. Now, in there, they're like, oh, no, I think, you know, we do have some comments. This isn't the same person. Guys, you guys don't know women. That was the same person. Did she put makeup on her voice? Well, she just turned from a ditzy voice to her regular voice. People think it's a transformer. I don't think so. She went from a regular voice, a ditzy voice, to her regular voice. I don't think this is a transformer. It's a, it's a woman. I mean, I'm looking at her. It's, this is a woman. So she just went from her regular voice. Somebody says she's still cute to me. She's so pretty. I don't give a F. Of course, that's a woman. Let me see if this is a woman here. No posts. Oh, hell no, that's a nigga. All right. Smash all the same. She is so much prettier without that makeup. All right, so let me get in here. Let me get in here. She said, I'm ugly. I said, bitch, where? Actually, I think she's doing a voiceover. All right, so as I'm thinking of it, she's doing a, yeah, it's a TikTok soundbite. You got it. Um, it's, she's doing a voiceover, so that's not her actual voice. All right, I just noticed that as well. She said, under all that makeup, I said, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. So take a look at the difference, all right? Let's say, yeah, she's just doing a voiceover. That's a woman. That is a woman. And take a look at it once you see it without it. Now, here's the thing right here. This is what I'm going to tell you. I don't mind plain women. I don't mind plain women. In fact, if I met her like this, I would probably look at her. She looks weird because I can realize she's, her hair is severely dyed and it doesn't match the carpets don't match the drapes. Her eyebrows are completely dark, and you've got this bleach, bleach brown hair. And so now she looks like a chicken cutlet, right? But I can tell by her build, this is a young lady. Now, I don't mind this appearance here. I think I would, if her hair was a little bit more sandy or darker, it would, look, it would look natural. But because her hair extensions and the cost that she takes to put herself together, it's night and day. It's night and day. 
night and day. In fact, probably if you got into a relationship with her, you would see this version of the woman 96% of the time. Okay? This is their own doing. I don't, if they're mad at this, they're mad at this. And she's not bad for a plain Jane. I'll actually prefer girl next doors and plain Janes. But this is what she looks like 96% of the time. If you get into a relationship, you, you, she looks like this. But delusional world is, for her, she wants to be judged like the previous picture. You're right. She said. This is how she wants to be judged because she gets more comments. She could get more in the sexual marketplace. So she sees no wrong in this, and a lot of people see no wrong. But this would be cheating, <laughs> right? This would be somewhat of a cheating thing. This is somewhat cheating. And in fact, if I get into a relationship with a woman like this, or any of you, I know people are like, you're old, you guys. I say that metaphor. If I, I or you get into a relationship with her, you would not see this version of the woman very much. And But this woman thinks she knows her worth. Oh, I can get a millionaire. I can get a baller. I deserve to have this. I need a sugar daddy. I need everything paid for. Don't take me to Cheesecake Factory because she looks like this. This is the delusion of the dating marketplace. I don't understand because now if I take you to Cheesecake or something better than Cheesecake three times and I get into a relationship... I get to see 98% of the time the other version of you. Here we go. I'm ugly. I said, bitch, where? She said, under all that makeup, I said. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Now, you know, I've lived with women pretty much all of my adult life. So, you know, except the last 15 years or so, or has it been that long? Last 10 years. Um, I know what women look like under all their makeup. I know the trickery. I know the sorcery. I know that I know what's going on here, but a lot of young men don't. And young men, you have to ask yourself, I mean, you're horny. You're still going to smash. And that's not an argument. Saying that a guy is still going to hit ninja, you would hit a goat if you was desperate enough. Ninja, that doesn't mean that the woman's attractive or she's any uglier or better. Ninjas have penetrated way worse than that. So I don't give a shit about saying a ninja's still going to hit. Ninja, ninja's still going to hit just about anything. Anything. A, I can't say it. A cripple, a handicapped woman. There's a video of a man, a ninja, of course. And there's a woman that don't have legs, but she got a fat ass. And this ninja was all oh, damn. Ninjas will hit a woman with no legs. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Ninjas will hit anything. Saying that a ninja going to hit and not going to hit is stupid conversation. It's low-level shit. Ninjas going to hit anything. <laughs> right? Anyway. Ninjas hitting the palm of their hand right now. So, what are we talking about? The hell are we talking about? <laughs> here we go right here. That is, not a, that is not a way to argue out of it. So, anyway, let's get to this right here. Here's another Delulu in the Salulu. Is the Salulu should stay at home moms be reimbursed for housework during a marriage? Uh. The stay at home mom be reimbursed for the cooking 
and cleaning and raising of the children that she did during the marriage? In short, if you were married to a stay-at-home mom, you got a bargain. On average, men do far less of the unpaid labor in the home than women. And according to CBS, even breadwinner wives do much more of the housework than stay-at-home dads do. So at the time of divorce, why shouldn't the time spent cleaning and cooking be a factor when splitting the assets? In my opinion, it's a job just like any other. Should a I don't know why you ninjas keep arguing this marriage shit with me. I don't know why you keep... Guys, this is the marriage wheel. This is when you're going to get caught up in the divorce. This is the marriage wheel. This is the bait and switch. This is when you realize the girl that you loved when she was 24 is now a complete bitch. And you're stuck. Okay? Now, and you're stuck, guys. It's going to take you 5, 10, 15 years to find this out. And guys, there's no arguing out of this. There's no, you already, you're already perceived to have done less. Even when you do more. Even when you do more. I'm not fair is their middle name. Or sorry, it's not fair is their middle name. It's not fair. They never see it as fair. They always see themselves getting the short end of the stick. This is, the mar- this is how you get divorced. The marriage will. And it's sad, man. I mean, I'm, I, I'm done arguing the point. I done made my point 50 videos on that, on that topic alone. I've made at least 10 videos on that topic. Does that ever stop them from bringing that shit up? They always going to feel like they're getting the short end of the stick. And you're, <laughs> I'll just let you know. And this is psychotic to me. This is super duper normie. You're going to keep arguing, guys. That you're going to end up on this side. And this is going to happen age 35 to 45. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Dude, you can argue the Connor. You can try to make sense. Remember, delusion is a the solution. They're just going to say, we're just going to be deluded. I mean, they're going to make excuse after excuse. They always think they're getting the short end of the stick. They always think you're doing less. All right, here we go right here. Stay-at-home mom be reimbursed for the cooking and cleaning and raising of the children that she did during the marriage? In short, if you were married to a stay-at-home mom, you got a bargain. On average, men do far less of the unpaid labor in the home than women. And according to CBS, even breadwinner wives do much more of the housework than stay-at-home dads do. So at the time of divorce, why shouldn't the time spent cleaning and cooking be a factor when splitting the assets? In my opinion, it's a job just like any other. They always try to get paid. Oh, relationships aren't monetized, are they? Remember when I said relationships are monetized? Have I been wrong yet? Now they want to be reimbursed. This is monetization. What happened to love? What happened to love? Remember love? Oh, you, it's sad that you don't want to fall in love. These people were in love. This bitch boiling it down to, oh, I did more of the unpaid labor. Bruh, I'm telling y'all guys, 
It is a trap with the majority of women. They do not deserve to be married because it always boils down to this shit. Uh, it always boils down to this. This is, man, I'm telling you, bro, it is very, very hard. It is very, very hard for uh, men out here. I feel sad for you. All right, my door is going crazy right now. Here's, a, here's another one right here. Here's another one. <laughs> here's another one. And it's a strag, of course. Here we go. I don't know who to hear this, but the truth of the matter is, whether people want to own up to it or not, the roles have changed. You got women out here, the breadwinners, and it's been that way for a while, but yet and still you got men want women to submit. Shit have changed. It's no gender roles and nothing anymore. At this point, the woman can be making more than the man in the household. So it's like, to be honest, I feel like it's equal gender roles when it comes down to the household now these days. Y'all both can cook. Y'all both can clean. It's no set role. You do this, I do that. Because now you got women going out, going to work, and this guy's back at the house cleaning up, doing homemaker shit. Whatever works your relationship. It's no such thing as the woman job anymore. It's whoever job. It's no set role anymore. Not ever since women became breadwinners in the household, it's no set role. It's the whoever role, whoever the fuck at home. You clean up, you take the dishes out, you take the kids to school, you bring money home, I bring home money home. It ain't no man or woman job no more. It's the whoever job at this point. Because shit, it's women out here getting that shit too. And it's some women holding shit down more than the men in the household depending on her job and her income. So I don't feel like it's a set role anymore. It's the whoever role. Period. <laughs> Free game, y'all. <laughs> Hold up. I got to get this comment because I know you heard it. Right there. Whose job is it to change the battery in the smoke detector? All that talk and smoke detector just a chirping. All that boss bitch, all that boss babe, and the smoke detector just chirp. <laughs> but they got it figured out. They're clowns, man. They be clowning out here. All that no gender roles, and your bitch ass don't even have a nine volt battery. This this is sad, bro. This is sad. Like you don't even need no nothing else to say. All that masculinity and stranger generals, you still can't change a, a battery on the smoke detector. Beep. Terrible, man. Like, you can't take them seriously, man. This is, but listen, being delusional is the solutional. All right? Delulu is the Salulu. <laughs> Goodness. All right, what else we got? We got a couple more delusion is the solutions here. Let me see. I got a couple more here. Uh, let's see. I got one, two, three, four videos. Uh, a couple more here. Here we go. We got, uh, let's play this one right here. Men who don't want marriage don't deserve children. This is something else I stand firm on and 10 toes down on. If a man is not going to put his life on the line, meaning cover you spiritually, financially, uh, physically, everything, then do not put your life and your body on the line to have his child. I don't think men 
who don't desire marriage should have children. And I say this because men want, and again, not God-fearing, you know, not the secure ones. I'm talking about the insecure ones. A lot of men want the perks of legacy of children, of kids having their last name, and they did nothing to work for it. So don't be bamboozled. Just wait. Be patient. And I know it's harder out here and it's a whole different time. A lot of people don't desire marriage, but I think it's because we're giving them all the perks without them having to work for all the perks. So if you want to be married, just hold out. I know it's hard. I know it could take a long time, but it's worth it. And this is something else. I man, it's too far gone, man. Send it. It's too far gone. Listen, what she's saying is not untrue. Every common, more, more than primitive society has figured this out, except the communita. The communita still does the exact opposite of this, the exact opposite. And you ain't going to talk about of it. We're talking about 80% non-wedlock, non-out-of-wedlock children. Now, that doesn't mean the couple split. They're just not meant 80%. And what the hell is she talking about? <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Here's another one right here. This woman right here. Uh, the English-speaking Indian woman. I think she's Indian or something or Asian or East Indian. This woman right here. Age gap advice for men. Oh, Jesus. I can't wait to hear this. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Let's play it right here pill advice is they say that as a woman ages her body count is so high now and therefore we don't want a girl that's slept around with so many people we want a young fresh girl let me break it to you boys the average 23 year old girl has slept with more men than the average 53 year old woman the average so what she's saying is there's there's more younger women that have slept around compared to the average 53. Now, I just want to put this in perspective. This woman just offered up 53-year-old women. She just offered up to you 53-year-old women, <laughs> right, as an option for older men. Okay, let's continue here. Let that sink in. We're living in a time, and I know this because I'm a, I used to be a teacher for many years, and I couldn't believe the sexual promiscuity amongst 14, 13, 12-year-old girls because here's what they had. They had access to Snapchat. They could send nudes of themselves to older boys or whatever it is from the age of 11, 12, nudes or whatever it is. Well, it's technically child pornography. They would start so young and they're living in an era where there's no uh, negativity attached to sleeping around. It's seen as liberating. So by the time a girl is 23 years old, I promise you she's slept with more men than a 53-year-old woman. This is a wild guess, <laughs> but I'm going to probably say not really. All right, not really, but I, I get what she's saying. What she's saying is true. There's more more younger women or more, uh, they don't see sex like older women. So that is true, and it could be true in general. It could probably be common, yeah, but but 
in many cases, probably not. Probably not. But but I see what she's saying. Women do get started uh, uh, younger. Now they're exposed to much more. All right, continuing. Because a 53-year-old woman grew up in a time where she was shamed for sleeping around. There was no sexual liberation. There was a sanctity attached to sexuality. A 22-year-old grew up in a time where Snapchat, twerking, um, you know, wearing promiscuous clothes, going out, being on social media was all normalized. So if you think that, oh, you know, I'm going to be with a 21-year-old, she's going to have low body count. See, she got it wrong, man. Yeah, this woman is the next pearl. Yep, they, they're blowing her up. See, what she's got wrong, this is definitely old woman talk. This is definitely delusion. Because she's found a way to get men to go, oh, yeah, that's right. Which is true. Younger women to be tend to be more, uh, more sexually oriented than women from the past. But women in the past also hid their activity. Here's the problem she's making here. Men typically don't go for younger women because they're less promiscuous. In fact, they probably hope she's promiscuous, right? They probably hope to sleep with her. And in his mind, an older man, let me just tell younger men for a younger woman would probably care about her body count, right? A young man and a young woman, he probably would be intimidated by body count. However, an older man probably don't give a rat's ass what her body count is. So to boil the argument down that men are going for younger women because they have less body count is a bad argument. Mm. It, it doesn't matter to that guy. It rarely is going to matter, <laughs> right? We're not over there because she has a lower body count and the older women have higher body counts. It's because her age is older and her this one's age is younger. That's probably going to be the motivating factor. All right, and so this is why she's trying to make this argument and it's not, it's hitting a, it's, it's a dud argument. Older men don't care about a younger man, a younger woman's body count. Not like that. Not like a younger man would. A younger man would hear, it, let me just tell you, a younger man would say this. A younger man would say this. Let's say he's 22 and she's 21. And she says, I've slept with three men. She's 21. I have a body count of three. That man at 22 would go nuts. Because he probably doesn't have three women that he slept with. Okay. That man would call her a whore, a loose, uh, uh, a skeezer. That man would go crazy over a body count over three. He's 22. She's 21. He will look at her and be like, what? She gets around. Now, an older guy hears that a woman has a three body count. He ain't going to flinch. He's not going to flinch. Okay, he's going to be like, okay, I'm 39. A body count of three, even if your times it by three, is not that much. <laughs> you wouldn't even flinch. You would hope that she weren't her. In fact, I always tell you, I hope she's not my first. I don't want her to be my first. I don't want, you know, guys that are obsessed with virginity, mostly young guys. Once you're old enough, if a woman came to me and was like, you're my first, I would be like, go get some more. And I tell you that over on Locals. Go get some experience. I always tell them, go get some experience before you deal with me. Because I don't want to imprint her. I don't want to be that type of guy to her. I don't want to remember. I don't want her to remember me her whole life. I don't want her to be talking about me. Hey, there was this one guy. He was my first. Nope. 
I always tell them, go get some more experience. Then come back. <laughs> come back when you got some more people and some understanding of what this is. And you've had your heart broke. Come back then. So she's making the argument in bad faith that older guys target younger women because they're less let meaning that they're that they're perceiving them to have lower body count. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Guys, what world do you live in? What world do you live in? She is now uh, the average 22, 23 year old, especially if she has Instagram, has access to more men and the availability of more men than any 50 year old woman has ever had. She has more validation, more likes, more comments from a man than a 50-year-old has ever had in her entire life. And you're telling me you're choosing a young woman because she's going to be less sexually promiscuous. That's true. That's false. And she's, she knows this. I don't know who she's talking about, but that certainly ain't, right? That certainly ain't why a guy's choosing her at all. Oh, my goodness. Guys, sometimes you're so dumb it hurts my soul. <laughs> my man said, coach backwards. I'm telling you guys, whatever this thing is with virgins, you don't want virgins, man. That shit is overrated. Overrated. Now, if you wanted to marry a woman, now we talk about marriage. Dude, let, me, let me give y'all a hint. Let me give y'all a hint. You young brothers, let me tell you. Virgins don't ensure that you're not going to get cheated on. In fact, there might be a high chance that she might have that peace leave itch itching. If you, in fact, marry her and she's a virgin. Okay, now this flies against statistical data, but let me tell you what happens. If you get with a virgin and you, let's say you marry her. What's going to happen is in her mind, she's going to say. Is this the is this the only person I'm going to sleep with my entire life? And then she might get curious. That happens. So watch out for that. And in today's world, that happens. In yesteryear, not so much. In today's world, she's going to get curious. And she's going to say, and her friends, I told you about this, the Sex in the City friends, they're going to sabotage her. Her whore and skeezer friends are going to sabotage her. They're going to be like, you're going to really die only sleeping with one man? And you're going to be married, and she's going to go out there and test. So, and this thing about, this thing about them being better, they're going to be tighter. This is all sexual inexperience of men talking. This is not true. right? All of these things um, are not always the truth. And what will happen is if you're experienced and she's not, the first time you're with her and going forward, she's going to want that shit to end in 25 seconds. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, a lot of guys don't understand this. She's going to want it to end in 25 seconds. You're going to go in there, and she's going to be oochie-ouchie, clutching you, in pain, wincing, waiting for this shit to end. <laughs> she's going to be like, it, did you finish? Did it end? Is it over? Now, for me, I'm going 25 minutes. <laughs> Once I get in there, Ninja, I'm Ric Flair. We doing an Iron Man match. <laughs> Once I get... What? Finish what? 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 <laughs> we about to go Iron Man. We're not about to finish up in thirty five seconds. In her world, that thirty five seconds is gonna be an eternity. We about to go all night. What you talking about? We done? What? Huh? Huh? What? 
But she will be like, she's going to be like, try, it, it's, that's what happens, guys. <laughs> like, nah, baby, we about to go another round. What you doing? So that's what you're going to get. And the guys that are not very good, that's what, you probably got only five strokes anyway. And they don't know how to do much of anything else. So I'm just letting you know, it's one of the, it's overrated. It's overrated. Now, you might think you're doing something, but it's overrated. They ain't going to be able to go, <laughs> y'all five-stroke special-ass ninjas. All right, and then you be trying to walk her through it and guide it. Are you okay? Are you doing all right? You got to stop in the middle. You okay? You doing all right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can handle some more? Uh, yeah. You be in it, she be like, oh, she be like, oh man, let me stop going. Hey, get your stuff. Uh, here you go. Here's a couple of, take a couple of honey buns out the refrigerator. There's a couple bag of chips out there. Uh, take you some Skittles, man. Just going on home, ma'am. Just going on home. Mm. <laughs> man, forget all that. Man, I ain't trying to deal with all that. All right. Anyway. <laughs> She cries. She in tears. She all wits and trying to clutch. <laughs> no, hell no. Oh, she. No, 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 no. You can have all that. I ain't trying to do all that. This is a family show, by the way. But y'all just got some weird ass fetishes. All right. <laughs> she didn't stained your bed and pooped on the bed. Let me stop. You ain't even did nothing yet. You ain't even got nothing wet. You just put the tip in. <laughs> you ain't even got going yet. So anyway, <laughs> like, here you go, man. Take something. You don't feel bad for her. All right, take you a little something. Here's a couple hundred dollars for you. It's too much work, man. I ain't got no time for all that. Y'all can do it, man, but it ain't my, it ain't my thrill no more. That ain't my thrill. I ain't trying to do all that. Y'all can have that life. All right, let me do a couple more, man. Let me do a couple more videos. Says it's the Halloween right quick. <laughs> this will be right here. This says, uh, why, I wear, why I wear a ring on my ring finger every day and I'm not married or engaged. All right, here you go right here. Let's see what this uh, Miss Piggy's talking about here. Here we go. I'm not married or engaged, but I wear a ring on my wedding finger, ring finger every day. And I'm going to tell you why. When I left my first relationship, which was eight years long, my aunt actually gave me a piece of advice. Of course, when you're with someone for that long, you assume that you are probably going to marry them one day. So when the relationship ends, it feels a little crazy. So she told me to go buy myself a ring and wear it until someone worthy replaces it. So I did. At the time, I was like 21, I think, when I left him. So I went and bought myself a little Pandora ring. I just went and grabbed my little jewelry box, but this was the first ring I bought myself, just a simple Pandora band. And then eventually I did get engaged, which didn't work out. And then even after I took off that ring and gave it back to him and left him, I put a different ring on my finger. It's a symbol and a promise to myself. Now I take it more seriously than I did in the beginning that only someone worthy can replace this. Oh, the humanity. And as she goes along, she just get, keep getting bigger and bigger. You know what I mean? Like, them rings don't fit no more, no more. You know what I mean? Them ring, at, she don't realize 
you run it out of time. You run it out of time. The ring, the fingers getting bigger and bigger. Head getting bigger and bigger. And so this is her strategy. <laughs> and yeah, who's the common denominator? That would be you. And that's you. Mm-mm-mm. So I am not married or engaged, but I wear a ring <laughs> on my wedding finger. This girl's a black man's kryptonite, by the way. But th this is the type of this is the type of white woman that black men would go nuts over because you think she's kind of an innocent. And but let me tell you something: this woman would never date a black man. <laughs> never. I know. I know white women. And I know the white women that would date a black man and even have sex. This woman, he wouldn't have sex with a black man at all. Zero. Her, her ideal man is a goofy. Let me show you who our ideal man is. I'm going to show you right here. I'm going to show you. She wouldn't even be caught dead with a black man. Her ideal man. Let me see here. See if I can pull it up. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you what her ideal man is, right here. This is her ideal man, right here. <laughs> right here. This is her ideal man, right here. One of these guys, right here. She's looking to marry one of these guys. Yep. You go to a frat house, University of Tennessee, University of Alabama, polo shirt, ass, uh, checker shirt, having ass, docker. Penny loafer wearing ass. <laughs> yeah. This glee club choir. All right. Uh, what do they call it? Student government. <laughs> this is her ideal guy right here. This is who she trying to marry right here. Intramural. All right. Campus president. Frat geek. <laughs> right here, bro. Kyle, yeah, Kyle ass ninja. That that right there, any one of these guys would suffice. Penny loafer, my dad is a lawyer and he'll sue the pants off of you ass ninja. All right, she not trying to see no ninja. <laughs> she ain't trying to see no ninja. She wants, let me go back just so y'all know. I know my white women, y'all. See, I know you. This is, she ain't trying to see no ninja. No ninja peen, no nothing. Lacrosse team ass. Yeah, this is this is her ideal man. <laughs> Class president ass. Yes. Scored uh had a 4.2, was not not valedictorian. He was Suladatorian. He's summa cum laude ass. I'm going to law school. And I play intramural lacrosse. Yacht club ass. Chess club. Right. <laughs> Future business leaders of America, young Republican ass ninjas. Mm. All right, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> just letting you know. I know my white women. No BBC. No BBC about to beat this up. None. None. She wants to marry one of these guys. She holding up. And yes, maybe an Asian guy. Yes, Asian will work. If he's Asian... He he can get in there. Asian dude can get in there. She ain't seeing no ninjas. All right, anyway. Shout out to Kyle. Oh, my goodness. The devil's advocate, attorney, 
future attorney, future senator ass, yes, country club, access to the country club. All right, last one we do have. Is this the, okay, we got two more. We got to clear this up. I missed all the trick-or-treaters this year. All right, but anyway, let's go. All right, this is a woman that's going to explain something here. Here we go. You want to know something I can't stand? When I'm leaving a grocery store and I'm carrying bags or I'm pushing a buggy and a guy try to holler at me like, bro, what you doing? Hey, I just want to tell you, look, like I'm struggling. Boy, if you don't put these bags in this trunk for me and don't smush my eggs or my bread, because you want me to sit here and put the bags in my car and listen to you at the same time, I can't do it. It's impossible. I ain't asking you to pay for the groceries, but God, digital. You want my number, you can at least put the... Be a gentleman, sir. Don't watch us struggle. And she got to listen to this, too. And then I want to... Nah, 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 nah. Sir, sir, one thing at a time. Put the groceries up. Let me get in the car. Roll down my window. Crank out the car and put it in drive. Yeah, digital. Huh, what? Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I don't like women like this. <laughs> I do not like women who talk like this. I don't like women who act like this. I don't like the, I just don't like me. We could be friends and you could suck me off, but I don't like, I don't like strags like that. Like I'm anti-strag and I know people think I'm racist and whatnot against my own kind, but I don't even consider women like that. My own kind They're You're not my own kind. You're literally in a class way below and beneath me. But here's the thing. She making up a complete scenario that might have happened once. And she's talking about game ninjas and and guys that are socially unaware, trying to get her number. But she's saying, do something for me, like put my bags in the car in the trunk. All right, I understand what she's saying. But this is not a situation that happens very often. But she ran right to social media to do this and say this. All right, somebody said more for me. I, I will not. This woman cannot come in my house. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I, I roll. She cannot even come. I, the gate, the security guard would not let her in. He already knows how I roll. She cannot come to my neighborhood. There's pictures of women like this. Do not let, if they said they're coming to see me, do not let her in. All right, uh, let's continue here. Hola, come Isha, baby. You want to know something I can't stand? When I'm she sounds like she's from Atlanta. This is an Atlanta woman. And I do have a cousin. I do have a cousin that's from Atlanta. Two, a couple cousins, and they sound like this, right? Leaving the grocery store, and I'm carrying bags, or I'm pushing a buggy, and a guy try to holler at me like, bro, what you doing? Hey, I just want to tell you, look, like I'm struggling. Boy, if you don't put these bags in this trunk for me. Yeah, there, there it is. The boy, again, what I don't like as well is, yeah, she's used to dealing with low-frequency men. And uh, her example is a low-frequency male. And then she immediately goes to the boy, the belittling. Boy, if you don't, do, I don't like that. I don't like when women talk to men like this. This is why I wouldn't associate with her. I don't care what she has on her chest. Yeah, super sassy, Demont, Jezebel. And it's, and it's to the boy. Boy, put your little, if you don't take your little business and your little thing, be a boy, if you don't do something. And she talks to men like they're, her property, child's children. She sees you as a child, especially when that's who approaches. So cold approach and then just take note. This is not something that women are just waiting for you to do. 
So it's really too sassy for me. I really don't like women like this. And uh, I don't associate with many of them right there. All right, I don't know. I don't. And she's older. She's older, so she sees men as objects. She sees them as utilities. All right, she sees everything as a transaction. Although she's asking for a gentleman, I understand that. She's absolutely right. I would prefer to not even talk to her if she's lifting something. I'm not going to do it. Now, if I wanted to be nice, hey, let me help you with that if I see her struggling. But now she's just saying, you can't talk to me unless you give me something. I get what she's saying. It's just the way she says it that rubs me the wrong way. And don't smoosh my eggs or my bread. Because you want me to sit here and put the bags in my car and listen to you at the same time? I can't do it. It's impossible. She's talking to this guy like he's her son. She's talk guys, men, black men. I'm trying to tell you, man, you guys put up with this shit. She's talking about this man like that man is her son. This is why I can't date single mothers either, a lot of them, because they'll talk to you like they talk to their son. I'm like, you need to fix the way you're talking to me. I'm not your son. I am not your child. You're not going to mother me. Take your mother voice and your mother persona. You switch it up with when you were with me. I'm not your son. I'm not your little boy. So this is an example where she treats all men like they're her son. And she's, she's better than them. I'm better than you. You're just a boy. And this is also because of the way the guy approached her as well. And this is why I say mouthpiece ninjas. You guys are dumb because you don't realize these women put up with shit like this. Right? So this is what I'm talking about. This is she's talking to like you like she's your aunt, your aunt Helen. And she remembered your aunt used to change your shitty diapers. And now you grown up and you go see your aunt. You be like, hey, auntie. And she tells you, boy, yeah, remember Kurt Franklin went through that. And the aunt was like, boy, I used to change your shitty diapers. But you're 40 years old. And she's like, boy, go on out there. You're 40. You got a wife and kids. And they be like, boy, go on out there and do this. And boy, go on out. And you're like, auntie, I'm not a boy. I'm not. I'm a man. I actually preside over you in this family. I take authority over you in this family. You just an old, weak-ass little aunt. I don't care what you. It's your husband than me. So anyway. Yep, she from Atlanta Southside. What I tell you, ABL? You looked her up. Ah, she from Atlanta Southside. I told you she from Atlanta. She sounds like she's from Atlanta. She sounds like my cousin. She sounds like my cousin from Atlanta. I ain't asking you to pay for the grocery. But got digital. You want my number? You can at least put the. Be a gentleman, sir. Don't watch her struggle. And she got to listen to this too. And then I want to. Sir, sir. One thing at a time. Put the groceries up. Put the groceries up. Put the gro. Yeah, she sound like kind of country Wayne-ish, too. She definitely from Atlanta. I knew it. I don't deal with women like that <laughs> at all. Last one is this one right here, and I'll get to the Super Chats if they hear. Uh, Delulu is the Salulu. This is a woman that is passively, aggressively going to try to move in with her boyfriend. Hear this one out. I'm even paying rent on my apartment. Because if you don't, they evict you. <laughs> right. I know. I mean, I'm never there. Your stuff is there. What if I brought my stuff here? You have that much stuff? No. You can get a storage space. No, I'm not going to get a storage space. You're right. Just treating the symptoms. Do a spring cleaning. Oh, no, I'm not getting rid of anything. 
Oh my god, are you like one of those hoarders? No, what? Glad you told me. I was gonna ask you to move in. Huh? All right, so you see this one right here. She's trying to move in. Watch out for that trick, gentlemen. If you get a girlfriend and you oh you oh there was no video. My bad. Let's play it again. Let's play it again. My bad. Why am I even paying rent on my apartment? Because if you don't, they evict you. <laughs> right. I know. I mean, I'm never there. Your stuff is there. What if I brought my stuff here? All right. So you guys heard the audio. This is the video. Uh, they're in bed. They're snuggling. She's cuddled up and she already gave him some sex. As you can see, she's trying to prey on him by getting to move in. Now saying, hey, I'm never there. I'm paying rent over at my house. Guys. If, if you haven't listened to me, I actually been telling you. Yeah, but it's free, coach. I get it for free. Guys, I've been telling you guys, a lot of women will pursue relationships when their lease is going to end. Hear me out. Women are very crafty. They know they're going to get kicked out. They're going to kick their roommate out. Their parents are telling them you got to go. Their lease is going to run out or they're going to get evicted. They will start trying to find a mate. And you will date them five months down the line. Oh, you know, my lease is up. And she'll start saying like this. I'm over here all the time. I'm over here all the time, but I'm paying rent, but I don't even live there. I'm over here with you. Why don't I just move in? Right? So watch. Let me play it again just so you can see it. And the dude's playing delusional now. And then he hits her with the whammy. So here you go right here. And, of course, this is a Millie Mouth Muskrat. So she's passively, aggressively trying to do this. Here we go. I'm even paying rent on my apartment. Because if you don't, they evict you. <laughs> right. I know. I mean, I'm never there. Your stuff is there. What if I brought my stuff here? <laughs> and so this is pillow talk, which we warn you against. But also, you're negotiating after she didn't empty your balls. Guys. So you got your, you're feeling good. Your endorphins and all that done kicked in. You done busted a big old nut. You cuddled up. You're feeling good. And now she starts negotiating with you. Watch this trick. This is a trick. Because they always say. Never make promises when you're happy. Never make decisions when you're angry. Right? It's something like that. So when you're angry, don't make a decision. Don't decide on something critical when you're mad. When you're happy, don't promise anything. In this situation, he's happy. He's satisfied. She did work with her mouth and her body. Now she'll start saying, let's take a trip. Why don't we, we would have beautiful kids. Mm, let's move in. I'm paying rent. I'm here all the time. I'm a, I got my apartment over there. Why don't I just, when it makes sense for us to move in, I'll, you'll make yourself feel good. You'll feel good like this all the time if I just move in. Guys, watch this manipulation trick. This is passive aggressive. This is a trap, especially you young gentlemen. You have that much stuff. No. I, you can get a storage space. No, I'm not going to get a storage space. You're right. Just treating the symptoms. Do a spring cleaning. Oh, no, I'm not getting rid of anything. And so, remember, she was smiling. Remember, it was nice. But now look at her face. <laughs> when manipulation doesn't work, all of a sudden, her chin disappears. 
when the manipulation don't work and you like giving her alternatives. Hey, keep paying the rent. Hey, your stuff is there. Okay, get in storage. Bitch, you ain't moving in with me. All right. But watch out for these type of things because this is where the manipulation happens. And if you read Samson and Delilah, this explains it. She eventually emptied his balls enough time to get him to reveal his secret. And that was the source of his death. Let's get to the super chats, man. And then maybe I can hit a couple of trick-or-treaters in the building. All right, appreciate y'all for being here with me on a Halloween classes and session. As always, you're listening to The Realist on YouTube and all of that. Cali West Miami says, I thought you were going to say the man's job is to protect, establish order, and clap it cheeks. He says, a hard head make a hard and a hard ass. He says, give her the Cobra, Coach. Pause. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Jabari says, um, when someone tries to convince you that you're living a sad existence because of what you're doing is harming no one, give that person the Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Yep. Next call. Lord Flash, Kai Sinat is doing a stream from prison with other famous influencers. I would love to hear your opinion on this subject. And what is uh what is it doing to our community or the message it sends to the youth? I did see that. And it is quite, you know, listen, I don't want to judge people, but it's quite shameful. Him and Drewski, I believe as the other guy, they're all dressed up. I'll just flash it up because I don't think I'm going to talk about it no more. Kai Sinat prison and they're doing a prison live stream where they're interacting uh as you can see here this is their there i don't know if they're actually in a are they in an active prison i don't know what's going on but uh yeah they're into they're acting it's a prison line. is this a real are they actually in a prison are they actually in a prison I man i tell you man i don't know how this flies i don't know what or do they, are, is everybody a character? It's a fake prison. It's a fake prison. Uh, but the imagery here of the young, the the black male, it continues to take hits. But listen, man. Um, one thing that this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that these imageries of men that continue to persist and these stereotypes that are pushed forward through entertainment. Um, people volunteer for these things, and I actually made a point on this one. Uh, because of people complain about stereotypes, but you realize that people who want to act, rap, become a celebrity, sing, they will actually push forward a stereotype like this. Even people on YouTube, to an extent, when they're doing comedy, they will actually not balance it out. Some people will wear funny hats, right? Uh, Logan Paul is an example of it, where they'll, well, they'll be somewhat, you can't take them seriously, but then want to take them seriously, right? So what you have to understand is a lot of people don't like these stereotypes, but you will find a new man, every generation, a young, hungry guy who wants to get to the bag that will push forward the stereotype voluntarily, voluntarily. They'll play the gangbanger. They'll, you know, rap the music. They'll do it. And it's voluntarily. So you can't be mad at the system for doing this um, and then perpetuating these stereotypes and stereotypes get you paid really. But there you go right here. One of the biggest live streamers have now put on an orange jumpsuit and got all these ninjas in prison, right? And, you know, it is what it is. I just, it, and now it just gets people to be like, again, we did this when we were young. 
you know, all my homies are dead and in jail. Same script. And it's mostly bullshit. Most of the suburban guys saying this. All right, jail is just a vacation from these streets. It's safer than us in jail. I get three hots and a cot. And then it gets you in the mindset of accepting prison. So, you know, there's a deeper conversation to be had, but, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a good way to do it. Of all the things we can push, you know, why do that? But it's entertainment. It's entertainment. It's the nanny goat. I don't think I would do it, but it is what it is. I noticed that. And a lot of guys, there's a lot of big YouTubers. Uh, there's another Instagram guy where he's not a black American, but he's black. And he does a dance for chicken. <laughs> right? He does a dance. Where's the guy? The black guy that dances for chicken. And he grinds on old white women. And you guys can't. Nothing, nothing changes, you know? Let me see if I can find him. He's a very popular. Uh, no, okay. Didn't come up. Oh, okay. It's this guy. Let me see if I can find his name. It's, it's this guy. He's the guy that does it right here. Anybody know his name? He's a current guy, so I can look him up. All right, so um, let me show you here. See if I can find his name. He's, a, he's an influencer called the Dancing Gorilla. Dancing Gorilla. <laughs> All right, let me see if I can pull up a skit here. All right, let me see if I can get him here. Okay, here, here's an example here. Let me see if I can watch it on Instagram. The Dancing Gorilla. All right, so, it's man, it's entertainment, man. Here it is right here. He said, that's my cousin. All right, shout out to you. Here you go. All right, so I'm not going to play it. So there's a, let me see here. Big Groove is his name. And uh, let's see what's going to happen here. You already know. You already know. Here we go. And uh, Big Groove, let's see where the chicken is. There's got to be some chicken somewhere. They, he, he does have some that has chicken. Let me see if I can find him here. I guess they said Black Twitter's trying to cancel him. All right, so they had a petition to cancel Black Groove, the chicken dancer. I need one with chicken. Hold on for a second. And I guess he gets hired at restaurants. I guess there's restaurants if they want to throw a thing. Uh, let's see, is this one with chicken? Okay, this is an example right here. This is an example right here. So, uh, is it, does they have me? Tender! That's a good thing! Shark bite! It's good! You see this? It's the Buffalo Mac attack! You know what time it is! It's so yeah, I mean... <laughs> The conversations, again, it, it kind of, sometimes it's your own kind. Sometimes it's your own people. There has been some with some chicken. Let me see if I can find it. Um, and he's become very, very popular for doing this. In fact, uh, okay, that's spaghetti. Give me one with some chicken, all right? Because the chicken makes it funny. Oh, okay. Here we go right here. Now, as a person that has studied this, this is bad. 
All right, this is some Sam. This is this is step and fetch it. This is Sapphire and the Miserable Ninja. This is Amos and Andy. This is bad. Like this is literally history repeating itself. So when I see stuff like this, I just go, you know, I can understand as an entertainer, you got to do what you got to do. I got a copyright coming for that right there. My bad. Uh, Something happened where I couldn't move my mouse. Yeah, when I see stuff like that, I just go, man, I listen, man, y'all can fight the war if you want, but I can't fight it for y'all. <laughs> All right, he's working out here. Where was the one where he's dancing on a granny? Okay, here's here's one right here. Uh, This right here. Here we go. Right here. Like, I can't, he says, our younger cut. Like, I can't, I can't with guys, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you guys got to do what you can for social media. And, hey, if you get in a bag, you get in a bag. But <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, I can't help y'all out here. I'm unwilling to help the people who can't be helped. You know, it's just, let's continue. Uh, Freemata says, I, Robot, should sponsor your show. Uh-oh. <laughs> Shout out to you right here. Wait a minute. It's Tuesday. New, 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 new world 2K order. teacher, coach, you said it yesterday. Part of the reason why we want younger women is that we want the ability to teach them uh, things that they've never experienced, which takes the, and take them places they've never been. A 50-year-old woman has flown herself to Paris. That's part of it. Yeah, right? Attention. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. So, I've island hopped. I've done all so, of that. So, yeah, I mean, guys want to show experience thing they want to teach so it is what it is esteban leon comes in with the co-sponsorship he says late to the game just showing some love thank you for always being entertaining if you come back ever come back to la please let me know i'll take you out pause we can get some varicose veined sugar mamas at bodega in venice hell yeah shout out to you man GS Inc. Appreciate you for chipping in over there. Uh, I can't say where because they are watching me. Jones G. Thanks for making us better, Coach. Respect, dude. The 10th man. XXs talk about gender roles and they be shaped like bread rolls. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And, yeah, she was dressed very soggily. Soggily. Is that a word? All right. What do we got over here? We got. Our brother John says, Coach, you are so right about black men volunteering to push stereotypes. Did you hear about Michael Urban's son rapping about the thug life despite growing up in a gated community? These are things that we have to understand. Like, yeah, they're, the stereotypes are pushed forward. And, and, and for, if people say, hey, it's just entertainment, I don't want to hear about how people are perceived. Stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. You could tell who's never actually popped the cherry before because it's an experience you never want again. It's a vile sight to see and clean up indeed. And I don't want no parts of that. Chris Abney, I tell these young men, don't date a girl with a body count over her age. Your thoughts. Well, don't seriously date them. Don't seriously date them. I agree. Like you can mess around with them. But again, there's an argument to be made that men are messing up the game. All right. Messing it up by creating more of these women. 
Don't date a woman with a body count over your over her age. You're getting the slim pickings. Slimity slim pickings. All right, we do have a couple more here. We're all in the PayPalski. Says, uh, coach the segment. This is Michael R. The coach the segment of unpaid labor in your commentary inspired me to bump tech Dex Hose Mad Song. All right, his name is Dex Hose Mad Song. These three or four is really out here. Like the man ain't paying for everything. Insanity. Like you're doing nothing. They're like, we don't care. We want more. Jacob says, it's funny how women made up the word Delulu to sound cute instead of addressing the problem of how delusional they are and trying to fix it. Remember, moving the goalpost is what they do. So Delulu sounds cute. So we'll just be Delulu is the Salulu, meaning we don't want to. Mr. Andre says, happy 304 Halloween coach, trick or treat. It ain't tricking if you got it. Uh-huh. I got money. Maybe we'll talk about this tricking thing because I'm going to really piss people off about this tricking thing. I think this is a argument. We're going to talk about it. Maybe tomorrow. Kevin says it was either Dennis Sperling or the lead attorney who said that. The message for men 3.0, he says post KSRIP would be rougher, tougher, and uncompromised. And I guess you said... And that's you. All right. Well, what did he say? I don't know what happened here. It's kind of out of context. All right. It's kind of out of context of what he actually said. But, of course, it was an hour ago, so I get it. More than an hour ago. All right. Uh, and I appreciate y'all patience for having me read these out. Shout out to Esteban. <laughs> he says one more. And sorry, I had to break it up. It's all good. That's a sponsorship. All right, man. Check it out, man. Do me a favor. Hit the like button on the way out. Do yourself a favor and show up tomorrow. We got a great show. Mistakes men make in their 30s. We might touch on tricking if I remember and all of that stuff and what that actual argument is. Shout out to the coach gang. Enjoy your Halloween. Peace.